Ladies and gentlemen, jury, the prosecution is not going to get that man today. No, because I'm going to get him. Thank each and every one of you for joining us tonight. we got a great show lined up for you. Dr. Ted Brewer will be our guest in the first two hours. Healthmasters.com is the website. And in hour number three, we have Robert David Steele coming in. And, folks, if you have any questions for Robert David Steele, you can email studio at hagmanandhagman.com, and we will uh, spend the last half hour of the show with Robert David Steele answering any of your questions. We're going to jump right in, uh, jump right into the show tonight. We got a lot of news. Um, <laughs> Kathy Griffin is, is, um, in this story is making the, the headlines. It's, it's kind of gone viral. Uh, for those of you who might not know, uh, Kathy Griffin was photographed holding a, a mask, a Donald Trump mask, um, basically like an ISIS beheading. A bloody mask and she, um, and, and then went viral and she was fired from CNN. So today she held a press conference and, uh, you want to talk about, you know, the hysteria from the far left, the Trump derangement syndrome. Um, you know, we see it every day with, with the Russia narrative and this week's, it's been really ratcheted up with the Trump pulling out of the climate accord. They are everybody, uh, every one of his critics. Inside and outside of, of DC and in the news media are basically saying this is an act of war. That because of this, you know, everybody's going to die. The climate is going to uh, spiral out of control and, and man-made global warming is uh, going to ruin, ruin the country. But, uh, Kathy Griffin, basically, uh, the comedian did a mock ISIS photo with Donald Trump's head, but she held a press conference today where she had fake tears about how she has been fired from CNN, how she had lost her, her, uh, comedian gigs at different outlets like casinos. And, um, she seemed very distraught. She says that he broke me. Donald Trump broke me. And she goes on this tirade talking about how old white men are, uh, you know, coming together to silence her and, and are, how are they ruining her career? And she also said that this would not be happening if she were a guy. I mean, you want to talk about shooting yourself in the foot. Um, it, it's just amazing to me the the level of insanity that the anti-Trump people have uh, or continue to at every turn, no matter what, what Trump does uh, or what people do to Trump, the backlash is is just insane. And the climate deal is a great example of this. And if you... People who have been wondering whether this was uh, a good decision to pull out of the Paris climate deal, just look at the the types of people and organizations who are supporting it and who think that you know this is is a smart move, and that'll tell you all you need to know about Trump's decision. And it, it definitely was the right decision. And when he says that these deals, oftentimes you know America gets the short end of the stick. Um, if it's such a big deal that America is part of this. It probably means that we were going to carry most of the economic 
burdens and money is the real issue here. This is why people are so upset. These politicians and globalists all expected to be able to rake in the cash from the, you know, the, the carbon tax and the other uh, ways that they redistribute and steal wealth from, from Americans and businesses. Um, you know, this was a, a, just a bad deal all the way around and, uh, we'll continue to, to cover this, but, uh, you know, the media and the anti-Trump people with nothing better to do blaming Trump with every decision he makes, you know, saying that he's going to kill thousands of people and it's going to destroy life as we know it. We heard it with the, with the, uh, healthcare. Um, you know, Trump's decision on healthcare is going to kill, you know, millions of people. And now the same thing is coming out about the climate deal. Well, Ted Brewer is our guest, healthmasters.com, and we're going to bring him on. We got a lot of stuff we're going to get into tonight. Um, GMO, uh, the, the devastating effects, health effects of genetically modified foods and many other topics we're going to get into tonight. Ted, welcome back to the show. Uh, thank you so much, Joe. Is Doug with you tonight or is it just me and you? Just you and me tonight, Ted. Okay, that's all right. Now, Doug asked me to talk about what happened with your mom. Do you mind if I do that on the air? No, let's, let's jump right into it. And, and just before we do that, folks, want to again thank each and every person out there for the, the support and the prayers. Um, I got a chance to, to go visit her today. She's doing better. Um, it's going to be a, a long recovery process, but we can't express our thanks enough for all the, the support that we're getting. Uh, let me kind of go over with what happened to your mom. Uh, Doug talked to me about it today. I had a long conversation with him this morning. Uh, she basically, I think it was Tuesday night, if I remember right, Joe. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. She, uh, she started having very severe stomach pains and started vomiting blood. And then Doug called the emergency people and they came and picked her up. They took her to the hospital and they had to do open exploratory surgery to see what was going on. And a section of her intestinal tract had basically died and uh, had, it's called necrosis is what it's called. And they had to do a resection of her small intestine and they had to take a certain section of the intestinal tract out that was causing the problems. And I want to discuss in detail why I personally think that happened tonight. And I'm going to give you some pretty substantial research, and I gave it to Doug already today, and what your mom can do about this. But right now, guys, continue to pray for Renee Hagman. Continue to support them financially. I'm sure they've got a major deductible on this health care policy they're on. And so if you can send them some money to support them, just show your love for Doug and Joe and for Renee and let them know that you appreciate them. And I'm going to talk about why I think what happened to her happened to her and why it's continuing to happen with intestinal disorders and allergies and all of this stuff. So this show tonight is going to be devoted to to Renee for the first portion of it because I want her to be healthy and I want to kind of expose what happened from a chemical standpoint. So I want everybody to listen because this can happen to you. It can happen to your loved ones. It can happen to a lot of people that you know because of what they're doing to the food supply. This is all part of that Rockefeller, George Soros, Rothschild population decrease and they're basically poisoning the food. I'm going to tell you how they're poisoning the food tonight and what they're giving us that's so bad. Now, two weeks ago, Doug, or Joe, when I was on with you guys, I talked about how the BT corn toxin was approved and how basically corn now is being labeled as a pesticide and also is being sprayed with Roundup continually to make sure they keep the weeds down on it. And tonight we're going to talk about Monsanto. I'm going to really do some, I'm going to do a number on Monsanto tonight and I'm going to document everything that I say because I've had enough of this. I covered some of this material several years ago with you guys. But after what happened with the Renee, I really want to go into it, too. And also we're going to talk tonight about where have all the alpha men gone. We put a whole new alpha male protocol together to help bring your testosterone levels up, to increase your drive, to increase your libido, to increase your 
how you felt when you were young to bring these levels back up and what they're doing and how they're feminizing men with all the estrogen in the food supply and how they're linking into the body, elevating estrogen that can be actually detected now in the blood systems of men and why we have a bunch of girly men running around everywhere and how it's gotten much, much worse. But I'd like to get started with Monsanto first, Joe, if I can. Yeah, let's just do this because um, there's a number of stories that continue to break about Monsanto specifically. Uh, about Monsanto, uh, Monsanto colluding with the EPA in a Roundup uh, cancer cover-up, and th- this broke. Uh, this is something you've been talking about for a while, but this this broke in the news between March it. and May. I've and- got it right now, but I also want to say I found I, I covered this on my show today because I wanted to make sure that it was vetted first before I cover it on your show, and I found it in dozens of other news sites now. Now. I haven't seen any of it on the mainstream news, and I don't think you will. But Melania Trump has now banned, according to multiple articles now that I've read, has banned Monsanto products from the White House. Have you heard this yet, Joe? No, I haven't, but that's a, a very... This is, uh, no, this, is, this is beyond huge. That's why I wanted to really nail Monsanto tonight. Let me give you a couple of things. This is by Baxter Dimitri, and there are a whole bunch of articles. You can find it all over the web. First Lady Melania Trump has banned Monsanto products from the White House after learning the health effects associated with consuming GM foods and corn, according to reports. While the public debate rages about the safety of genetically modified food, Melania Trump says as far as she's concerned, GM products are best avoided. Quote, Barron's health has improved out of sight since we started eating organic, non-genetically modified food, said the First Lady. After researching exactly where where Monsanto genetically modified corn appeared in her family's diet and the negative effects, and basically she could, quote, she was amazed at the place this company has in the food chain. The first lady who proudly described herself as a full-time mom, quote, then realized Monsanto products other than, offer other gene- genetically modified crops such as soy, sugar beets, etc. These products form the foundation of many Americans' diets. In the interest of her son's barren's health, as her home, Melania decided to eliminate processed foods containing GM crops from her family home. But as Melania explained, it wasn't easy because 70 to 80 percent of the food is processed through Monsanto. And then she goes on to say there are FDA. Well, she doesn't say this, but another article says there are brave FDA, FDA scientists speaking out against the official company line pushed by their corrupt superiors, and they've repeatedly warned that GM foods can create unpredictable, hard to detect side effects, including allergies, toxins, and new diseases and nutritional problems, health risks. Goes into the animal studies. High fructose corn syrup has been renamed. In the first lady's case, her self-education led her to a total ban on Monsanto-tainted products in her household, exclusively ordering organic products that were not grown with GM seeds. Melania said in order to live up to the commitment, she had to do a lot of research. Quote, I have a, I have a friend who has a sustainable food, who's a sustainable food advocate, and I got in touch with dozens of health food stores and manufacturers to ask where they source their products. The first lady said, quote, I spent a lot of time at farmer's markets asking farmers what seed companies they buy from before making purchases. Quote, it took a few months, but I finally managed to get Monsanto out of my life completely. This is the first lady of the United States, Joe. If this will hit mainstream news, which is going to hit now tonight since you guys are reporting on it, and if it indeed is a true story, even though I found dozens and dozens of references about this, it will absolutely open people's minds to what these types of foods are doing to the food supply and what it's doing to people in general. Now, I've got an article here. I'm going to cover this. And basically what it does, it goes into detail on Monsanto's sealed documents reveal the truth behind the Roundup's toxicological dangers. This is an article by Gail and Null. Now, this article is a couple of years old. 
actually about a year and a half old, and I covered it on your show about a year and a half ago, but I want to cover it again because of what's happened to Renee, and I'm going to specifically say certain words in here that are going to tie directly together to cell necrosis and intestinal necrosis. The year 2015 has not been kind to Monsanto. Now, by the way, Monsanto has since been bought up by Bayer. Now, remember yeah. who remember remember who facilitated this. It was the Rothschild Group that did this. This is what they do. This is their interlocking corporate directorships and stock purchases. These are the same guys who are the Sabatane Cabalists that we've gone into detail many times on your show about who they are, a group that's been disavowed by mainstream uh, Judaism. This is a group that basically worships Satan. This is a group of people that are basically the Rothschilds and a bunch of the world elite and all of their weird, sick rituals they do. And it's all about population reduction, and it's all about poisoning the population to bring down the entire population of the planet. Even if they use a product like this, they're going to do it. And there's many other types of products out there that are as equally as bad that we've talked about. But tonight I want to focus on this. In March, the World Health Organization declared that the company's flagship product is herbicide glyphosate, or Roundup, is a probable human carcinogen. And this month, California's Environmental Protection Agency lost plans to label Roundup as a carcinogen. Glyphosate is the most widely used herbicide in the world today. Over 130 countries currently permit extensive use of the chemical. The U.S. is the largest consumer and uses approximately 20% of the world supply of glyphosate. The latest reliable figures from the U.S. Geological Survey record 280 million pounds of Roundup were used in 2012, nearly a pound of Roundup for every American, Joe. Over the years, a large body of independent research has accumulated and now collectively proves, provides a sound rationale to confirm that glyphosate is far more toxic and poses more serious health risks to animals and humans than Monsanto and the U.S. government admit. Among many of the diseases and health conditions non-industry studies identified, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and autism, since Roundup has been shown to instigate aluminum accumulation in the brain. The herbicide has been responsible for reproductive problems such as infertility, miscarriages, and neural tube and birth defects. It is a causal agent for a variety of cancers, brain, breast, prostate, lung, and non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Other disorders include chronic kidney and liver diseases, diabetes, heart disease, hyperthyroidism, and leaky gut syndrome. There's tying directly into the digestive tract. In addition to lung cancer, glyphosate may be responsible for today's growing epidemics of chronic respiratory illnesses from farm workers and their families. The company has had the financial means to retain large international PR firms to quell the reality of the research. And, of course, that's Hillary Clinton and Bill Gates as the celebrity cheerleaders. The EPA continues to align itself with Monsanto's safety claims and glyphosate's risk to kidneys, reproductive, and carcinogenic damages. While the company managed to successfully dodge scientific research outside of its purview, the tables would certainly turn if it could be proven in court that Monsanto has known for decades that glyphosate is one of the most toxic substances ever launched on the public, which adversely affects almost every tissue and cell in a mammal's body. The question could be, is could Monsanto be charged with crimes of omission and more deservingly against humanity? Now, I'm only reading part of this article. It's too long. So you go to read the whole article. The scenario may not be a fantasy or wishful thinking of GMO proponents. The case's precedent has been long laid out in the courts before. In November 1998, the U.S. government won a judgment against the four largest tobacco companies, Philip Morris, Reynolds, Brown, Williamson, and Lauriard. High-ranking executives were found to have approved the inclusion of a known addictive and carcinogenic chemicals such as 
Coumarin in his cigarettes to, and to increase smoking sales and profits. Before the trial, there had never been a lawsuit by a tobacco, lost by a tobacco company because no one could prove, listen to this show, with an absolute medical certainty that smoking had ever caused lung cancer. During congressional hearings, however, all seven CEOs representing four tobacco companies lied under oath, including many scientists, and I'm adding that, stating they had no knowledge about an association between nicotine or brain addiction. I can't even believe they say stuff like this. Their rationale was they believed that the research data and marketing strategies were protected under proprietary secrecy claims and therefore they could avoid conviction. The guilty verdict, which resulted in tobacco master settlement agreement above against the tobacco companies, enforced a minimum of $206 billion settlement over 25 years. Many of the critics of the agreement state that the settlement was too merciful because no tobacco executive went to prison. During the latter half of 1970s, Monsanto's leading products were under federal inquiry and public assault regarding safety. Dioxin had been by ban. Safety, they also brought Agent Orange, by the way. Safety concerns arose over its sweetener saccharin and cyclamates were removed from the market. The company attempts to get a new artificial sweetener aspartame confronted obstacles during FDA research. Independent research has shown that aspartame causes brain tumors, brain cancer, seizures, headaches, optic nerve degradation in mammals. Monsanto has also been taught, caught in charge with for falsifying scientific data on glyphosate. However, on earlier occasions, two laboratories Monsanto outsourced research were caught and indicted. And in 1978, the EPA busted the industrial biotest laboratories for rigging laboratory results. The company's executives were found guilty for submitting fabricated data supporting glyphosate positively to the government. This is how, this is now an enormous, there is now an enormous cache of evidence that was was basically received through the Freedom of Information Act. Monsanto, in fact, conducted numerous studies in the 70s and 80s on glyphosate toxicity and health risks. Anthony Sampson is an independent research scientist. He was unable to gain access to the research reports and, the, and data Monsanto submitted to the EPA. Through the, he was able to gather through the Freedom of Information request. He, returned, he turned to his senator's office and assisted the procurement of the studies after he saw it. Months later, he received 15,000 pages, Joe, of research from Monsanto with complete glyphosate research from Monsanto. With his co-investigator, Dr. Stephanie Seneff at MIT, the two have been reviewing the Monsanto's data. Their conclusion is Monsanto's claims about glyphosate's safety are patently false. The company has shown for almost four decades that glyphosate is responsible for a large variety of cancers and organ failures. Clearly, it was this reason that Monsanto demanded the data reports to be sealed and hidden from public scrutiny. Monsanto representative Dana said Samsel and deliberately covered up data to bring glyphosate to the market. In order to minimize and cancel out its adverse findings, listen to this. Samsel explained that Monsanto had relied upon earlier historical animal-controlled data, toxicological research with animals that were already afflicted with cancer and organ failures and were used in the control group, and they were completely unrelated to glyphosate. In other words, they used sick animals, Joe, that had cancer so that it just showed that it would show when the glyphosate was given to them that the control group got cancer along with the other animals that got cancer from the glyphosate. They actually did this. Many of Monsanto's own studies required the inclusion of extraneous studies in order to cancel out the damaging results. In other words, they fudged the numbers. And that it is not, this is not an uncommon industry habit, particularly in toxicological science. It enables corporations to mask undesirable outcomes and make claims that observable illness and disease are spontaneous occurrences without known causal factors. 
Frequently, Monsanto would have to rely on three external control studies to negate the adverse effects of a single study. Samson found that in one of Monsanto's data, there were five and seven other studies and 11 unrelated studies were necessary to diminish the severity of its own findings. In other words, they were having to add a bunch of studies to their own findings, Joe, in order to prove that the product didn't cause cancer. In effect, glyphosate received licensure based on a platform of junk tobacco science by ignoring cause and effect relationships behind the onset of multiple cancers and other life-threatening diseases throughout many of its research trials. Monsanto engaged in a radical scientific denialism that has since been ranked it has, it has raked in tens of billions of dollars, much more than that now. In addition, Monsanto's studies included dosages from low to high range. Samson observed that the glyphosate low dosages were equally, if not more, toxic than higher dosages. The two-year study found that glyphosate administered an ultra-low dose in drinking water altered over 4,000 gene clusters in the livers of kidneys of rat, in the livers of ki- in the livers and kidneys of rats. And here it comes with your mom, and this is how I tie this together. And I, it's hard to do this with human studies because they're not there. The alteration the study reports were consistent with fibrosis and necrosis. Necrosis is dead tissue, which is what your mom had. Mitochondrial membrane dysfunction and ischemia. During its years investigating glyphosate toxicity and bioactivity, Monto, Monsanto conducted hundreds of trials on rats, mice, beagles, dogs, rabbits, and other life. Among the many cancers and diseases Monsanto's own research found associated with glyphosate are cancer of the pituitary gland, glioma tumors of the brain, sarcomas of the heart, malignant tumors in the lungs, metastatic sarcomas of the lymph gland, prostate cancer, cancer of the bladder, thyroid cancer, and basal scale squamous skin tumors. In female mammals, there were cancers of the lung, liver, thymus, stomach, bladder, adrenal glands, ovaries, colon, uterus, parathyroid, and mammary glands. This is some poisonous stuff, Joe. One of Monsanto's claims is that glyphosate doesn't bioaccumulate in tissues. Glyphosate was radio-labeled with carbon-14 and given in 10-milligram dosages. After only 24 hours, the toxic chemical was found in the lungs and all body fluids, lymph, blood, urine, and cerebral spinal fluid within 24 hours. Glyphosate also accumulated in the bone by 30 parts per million and the bone marrow by 4 parts per million. Monsanto's studies were comprehensive. It found an accumulation of the chemical in the red cells, the thyroid, the uterus, the colon, the testicles, the ovaries, the shoulder muscles, the nasal mucosa, the heart, the lung, the small intestine, which, which your mom had this happen with her, and abdominal muscle in the, in the eyes. Samson Seth noted that the bioaccumulation of the pancreas was not reported. Why? Would such meticulous efforts be made to measure radio-labeled carbon-14 laced glyphosate levels in other organs and body fluids and not the pancreas? The scientists believe this was deliberate. Samson notes that glyphosate does particular number on the lungs. Lung cancers such as adenocarcinomas are on the rise. During the PNR, the public radio interview, Seth stated that the pancreas may be driving glyphosate to gather in the lungs. The occurrence of cataracts is rising rapidly particularly in Midwestern states where there's a huge amount of glyphosate infiltration of the water supply and overspray on crops such as North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Iowa, Kansas, and Missouri. According to Prevent Blindness America Statistics, 17% of adults over 40 years of age have cataract problems. The NIH project's rate will, will reach nearly 40% by 2030. Monsanto's studies show that glyphosate activity I may be contributing to cataract epidemics. When glyphosate reacts with the skin, along with the nitrous acid and metabolites of 
that contribute to skin cancer. He goes on and finally, in conclusion, during the recent years, dozens of states are submitting bills to label non-GMO foods. These bills produce are heavily laced with glyphosate revenue, residue. Not only are GM crops, but even non-GM produce are sprayed with Roundup. According to the Organic Consumers Association, non-organic and non-GMA foods such as wheat, barley, oats, peas, lentils, and beans, sugarcane, in many cases sugar beets, are also being sold to farmers as a desiccant to dry out their crops so they could harvest them. In other words, they're sprayed on crops, not for weed control, Joe, but to dry the crops up before harvest to increase the crop yield. In other words, they may get a few more bushels per acre by spraying glyphosate on the entire crop just a few days before it harvests because it causes all the greenery to die and to dry up. Now, in addition to that, high fructose corn syrup has been quietly renamed. Remember, high fructose corn syrup is sprayed with glyphosate. It's the corn. And it's also been used as a pesticide. And now they, everybody got rid of high fructose corn syrup, so now the FDA has allowed it to come in as a natural sweetener, and they're changing the name on this, and now they don't want to use the high fructose corn syrup anymore, so now they're calling this no high fructose corn syrup on the label, but turn it over and the ingredient list says new isolated fructose, which is, again, high fructose corn syrup. Another one, glyphosate disrupts DNA function, causing medical chaos in the form of multiple diseases, including Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and, say, the researchers. This is an article by Julie Wilson, and it goes into detail about what it does and how it's been linked to all these different types of diseases. And then there's another article by, by, by um, Mercola that says how Monsanto promotes worldwide infertility. Monsanto has a long and infamous history of manufacturing and bringing to market such chemicals as DDT, Agent Orange, aspartame, Roundup, and dioxins, chemical compounds from which society continues to feel the ill effects, including PCBs, which is all produced by Monsanto. And, Joe, this is just the first part of this show tonight, but that's pretty much all I'm going to talk about with Monsanto right now. But, guys, listen to me. You have to eat organic. I'm going to tell you some stories in a few minutes of a person I met just this week who wasn't eating organic and what it's done to his gut. You guys need to stay tuned. I'll be right back along with Joe. Yeah, and Ted, there's a uh, you know some people in the in the chat who are uh, I, I saw some general questions about how to uh, make sure that when you when you buy food, how to identify what is genetically modified and what is not. So maybe we can go over that when we come back, folks. You're listening to Dr. Ted Brewer of HealthMasters.com on this edition of the Hagman Report. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Visit HagmanReport.com for the news and articles that matter most. Stay tuned. We will be right back. In a thrilling series of novels, T.C. Joseph takes us into the lives of three families who struggle to maintain normal lives in a world where conspiracy theory and Bible prophecy collide. 
T.C. Joseph's viewpoint of alternative history and understanding of prophetic events will change your view of the world and the events on our horizon. Kirkus Review states, Readers of End Times Fiction will be hard-pressed to find it done more intriguingly than this. Extremely readable and fast-paced. Blue Week Reviews boldly states, Fans of Tim LaHaye's Left Behind series and Tom Parada's The Leftovers will find this thought-provoking series absolutely riveting. Order your copies of T.C. Joseph's This Generation series from Amazon.com. Book 1, Precipice. Book 2, Pentecost. And Book 3, Penance. In these uncertain times, it makes sense to have a sustainable backup method to cook food and boil water. If your current plan includes using a fuel-burning stove or cooking over an open fire, then there's a much better way. The Miniban Rocket Stove is a biomass-burning cooking stove that only requires small quantities of sticks and twigs for fuel. The Miniban Stove is easy to use, smokeless, portable, powerful, and sustainable. For the finest in survival cooking stoves and fire starters made right here in the USA, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden. Exposing the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. Ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of the Hagman Report. Today is Friday, the 2nd of June, and uh, Ted, Dr. Ted Breuer is our guest, healthmasters.com. He also has a radio show right here on Global Star Radio Network. If you go to healthmasters.com, there you can uh, find the information. There's a 24-hour live, uh, listen live phone number, and the show airs uh, right after our show. So if you just stay uh, tuned in to Global Star Radio Network, as soon as our show ends, the Dr. Ted and Austin show begins. I want to bring you a quick word from one of our sponsors from Greenovative. Uh, the folks at Greenovative want to remind our audience that June is the beginning of the of big summer weather. Uh, June 1st is the start of hurricane season, and we're already seeing uh, severe weather all throughout the, the Midwest, from you know tornadoes to thunderstorms to, to fires. We know how this stuff goes, and it happens every year. And also, don't forget uh, about about Dad. Father's Day is June 18th. If Dad is one of those guys who has everything and likes to be prepared or is a gadget guy, he will love the G-Mag saltwater-powered battery charger. 
Greenovative wants everybody to be ready when the power goes out and for Dad to get something way cool for Father's Day. After intense negotiations with Greenovative, in an underground bunker outside of Erie, Pennsylvania, we have secured once again a 15% Hagman audience discount for all of their GMAG charger packages. And if ordered by June 7th, Dad will receive his by Father's Day. To take advantage of this excellent offer in effect right now, go to www.greenovative.com and enter the discount code HAGMAN. Again, greenovative.com, enter the discount code HAGMAN for a 15% discount on all the GMAG charger packages. And again, don't forget, Dad, as Father's Day is approaching, you will be glad you did. That's greenovative.com. Now, back with our guest, Dr. Ted Brewer of healthmasters.com. Uh, Ted, you're getting a lot of positive responses to the first segment in breaking down the health uh, dangers of GMO foods from Monsanto and, and glyphosate. And uh, we talked a little bit about how Monsanto has been caught colluding with the EPA to cover up the uh, the, the cancer cover-up that, that Roundup and uh, glyphosate that the yeah, well, well, I'm just getting started on these guys, but real quick, I've got um we've got a special for you guys tonight. It's the uh, Alpha Male Stack is what we're going to call this. Alpha Male Stack. Yeah, I had it. I've had enough of. It. I, I I had a this week. I had a I, I had an 18 year old kid who went to high school, and, and they, they, they all, we, all my kids know each other, and he goes to church with us, and the kid basically is he needs an alpha male in his life. Let me put it that way. He's kind of feminine. And so I tried to get him to work out with me and do a few things, and, and it just, I couldn't get him focused, couldn't get him to do what he needed to do. And so I, I finally began to realize that what's happening is we're having massive estrogen increases on our blood supply. And I started doing research on it, and sometimes men's estrogens are actually higher because of these exposures we're going to talk about in the next hour than women's estrogens are. So we put together what's called an alpha male stack to bring your testosterone up and bring your estrogen levels down as a man. Guys, you don't want estrogen in your system. It makes your face soft. You lose your chiseled jaw. You start getting breasts. I mean, it's a big mess. And so estrogen has been invasive now with the food supply because they give cows and sheep and chickens and everything else estrogen compounds and along with antibiotics many times to make them get fat. And this is what it's doing to men all over the country. So we have a protocol that's normally around $200 and we have it on sale for 15% off. And that includes shipping, by the way. We're going to pre-ship it. And it's uh, 15% off. It's There's no coupon code with it. You just go to the front page of the website. You order it. This is our HGH Stimulate. This is the number one selling product that we carry. It's like a natural Viagra in men. It helps to really help maintain healthy blood pressure. That's normally $85. That's in the package, too. And then this is this is the estrogen care. This one really, really, really binds the estrogen in the body in a guy, and it lets them get the testosterone. Because remember, estrogen and testosterone are antagonistic. And then we have a special brand of Tribulus Bulgarian Fuel. This product is unbelievable, and it really elevates testosterone. And then we have zinc, which is necessary for proper sperm production. We've had a 90% reduction in sperm counts in men in the United States. And, oh, by the way, Austin's wife is pregnant again, so obviously his sperm is doing okay. Ah, congratulations. And, thanks. And then we have the super vitamin potent, potent E. And all of that's normally around $200. We have it, I think, it's around $160 something or $170, something like that. But that includes the phrase, a huge sale. We've never put this stack together. And I did it specifically because of the estrogen in the food supply and all of the plastics that we're handling and the BPA that we're handling and all these things and what they're doing to men. So I can also title it, Where Have All the Alpha Males Gone? And we'll talk more about that in a few minutes. But let's go back to glyphosate. I have a friend of mine who owns, he owns a fly-in community 
up in Gainesville, um, Clayton, Georgia. And I met him a few months back, and he's lost a bunch of weight, but he's having some severe health problems, and he was, and so in gout and a few other things. I'm not going to mention his name. I told him I was going to discuss him on the show. I'm just not going to mention his name. And I met with him, and he was having really, really bad intestinal problems and allergy problems and leaky gut. And I met with him and Clayton several months ago, then I saw him again here at the fly-in in Lakeland. He came over for dinner one night with his wife. And then I saw him again last Saturday. We called him up when we were going through Clayton, and I invited him to lunch. And there's an organic restaurant in Clayton, Georgia, small town, and I love eating there. And I told him I'd like to take him to lunch there. And he goes, well, no, I've got a better restaurant. that has better food, and the food is clean. He says, you know I eat clean. I said, okay, fine, we'll go to the restaurant. And so he picked us up because we were in the RV. So he picked us up because you, you can't park this thing, right? It's too hard to park. So he picked us up. He took us to this restaurant, and he goes, every day they have wild, fresh-caught, hook-caught salmon, and I get a beet salad with it every day. It's on a bed of lettuce and, you know, cut up beets. And I said to him, I said, are the beets GMO? Have they been sprayed with glyphosate? Has the lettuce been sprayed with pesticides? He goes, well, I don't know. They say it's clean eating here, so I believe that it's all organic. And I said, well, why don't we ask the owner? So about that time, the owner comes walking in. So the owner comes over, and I ask him, I said, can I ask you a question? He goes, sure. I said, are your beets organic? Remember, almost all beets are GMO beets, glyphosate beets, pesticide beets. And he goes, oh, absolutely not. You know, we can't get the organic food here. We don't buy anything local, so all we do is basically get it from the local food supplier, and nothing we have in the restaurant is organic. And I looked at my friend, and my friend asked me, well, is the salad organic? He goes, no, man, nothing's organic. You know, it's all got pesticides on it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Like, this is some, like some kind of badge of honor, right, Joe? And so I'm sitting here in this restaurant now thinking, I'm paying for this lunch. This is awful. I don't even, now I don't even want to be here. I'm like myself, this is, this is, I gotta pay for a meal that I don't even want to eat. So I ordered some asparagus and some carrots, which I knew they had limited amounts of spray on them, and they don't spray those crops before they harvest them, so I thought, okay, I'll get away with that. And I did order the wild caught salmon, which was absolutely delicious. And so he orders the same thing. He orders a beet salad again. The same thing he's been eating. And then he looked, he looked at me and he goes, well they tell me I have leaky gut. Can you explain that to me? I said, sure. I said, it's kinda like this. You know, you have a colander, and it has like a screen in the bottom of it, and you can wash your vegetables in it, and your vegetables don't fall through, and it's like a screen. That's called a semi-permeable membrane. So your intestinal tract is what's called a semi-permeable membrane because it absorbs certain types of nutrients, and they go into the bloodstream, and the other nutrients it doesn't absorb. And what happens, to make it very simple, it's not anatomically correct, but it's the way it works, is the screen gets too big in the gut, and it allows foreign proteins to go into the bloodstream, which your body then creates antibodies against, and then your body sees it as a foreign protein invader, and you develop all of these allergies against those foods. That's why so many people have allergies off the charts now, because they don't do immunizations, because his wife, her son, is like 14 years old, and he was totally healthy until he got his shot when he was like three or four months old, and he immediately went basically brain damaged. If he had a massive cytokine storm, his brain inflamed, his brain swelled, and he's been brain damaged and completely an invalid his entire life now. He's 14 years old. And it was directly from the immunizations, according to them, and I believe that. Now, what's interesting about this is the guy eats pretty clean. So I started explaining to him, I said, well, when you spray pesticides on food, it poisons you. When you spray glyphosate on food, it poisons the food. And it doesn't wash off and it doesn't cook off. And plus, you're eating the salad raw and you're eating the fish well-cooked, which is good. And I said, the problem is you're getting all of this spray on your salad. And he goes, well, I'm not going to eat the salad. So he didn't eat the salad. He decided not to eat it. 
And I said, that's one of the reasons that your gut still has a problem with leaky gut. That's one of the reasons you're probably still suffering with some of these other conditions, including gout. And I said, because you're not eating clean. He said, well, I thought I was eating clean. I said, no, man, it's, it's different than what you think it is. You have to specifically ask questions when you go to a restaurant, and you need to ask them, are your foods certified organic that you serve here? Now, it has to be certified organic, because anybody can say natural. Natural doesn't mean anything. At every part of a plant's life, it was natural one time. It can be soaked in glyphosate. It can be soaked in pesticides, and they can put natural because it naturally grows in the yard. Okay, That's how they're able to do that. So natural means nothing. So when it says all natural chicken, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. If it says certified organic chicken, that's totally different. That means they have to prove that that chicken has not been exposed to any GMO food, GMO feed, GMO content at all, and it's certified organic. And that's what he finally understood. So I called him back yesterday now, and I said to him, I said, because he was eating at this restaurant literally every single day, and I called him back, and I said, how do you feel? He goes, Ted, it's amazing. He goes, my energy levels have gone back through the roof. He says, I haven't eaten there for almost, you know, five days now. He goes, I'm starting to feel really good again. And my brain's clearing up. I'm getting rid of the brain fog. And I said, well, that's because your liver now is processing all of these poisons, which it has to do, and it's getting it out of your system. And I said, now what will happen is you have that leaky gut, and there's a set of supplements that you can use for that. And so I gave him an entire list of the leaky gut stuff that I would use for leaky gut, including sauerkraut, by the way, and cabbage. And the cabbage is really, really important. I'll give you the list I gave him right now. And, Ted, if you can, uh, the sauerkraut. We talked about this uh, one of the last times you were on. Why is uh, sauerkraut uh, so good for, for your gut health? I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you that just in just a second. Okay. Here's the protocol for leaky gut. And this is, this is just the way you, this is how you do it. Number one, in fact, I'm already, the text I sent to you said, here is your protocol for leaky gut and for intestinal health. All products are available at healthmasters.com. Number one, the multiple, the methylated B, the C, D3, K2, the E, black seed cold processed oil, the turmeric for inflammation, zinc, astragalus, GHI cleanse, living fuel, plus no GMO foods, all organic, no pork, shellfish, margarine, alcohol, soy, aspartame, trans fats, tap water, sugar, high fructose corn syrup, and I said, call me with any questions. Now, the reason I wanted to do all of this today with you guys is because of your mom. Now, he's doing absolutely wonderful by just cutting out those GMO foods. He's doing much better already. Now, there's some things that you can do. Let me tell you why cabbage is so good. I want to read this to you because I pulled all this. In fact, I sent all this to your dad today. I told you I'd send your dad a bunch of information on cabbage juice, which is what sauerkraut's made out of because the cabbage juice is so important from a health standpoint. And I'm going to read you this, why it is. There's, here's some benefits of fresh cabbage, and this is an article by a hater, and I'm just going to read you part of it. Now, my personal experience with cabbage is this. I was having skin allergies, Joe, which is very frustrating to me because I couldn't figure out how to fix it. So finally I thought, well, I'm going to start just hammering sauerkraut. I'm going to start hammering, hammering this cabbage, and I'm going to see if my gut will heal itself because I really felt as though I had a little bit of leaky gut, not much, but a little bit. So I adjusted my nutrient intake. I started taking the supplements I just recommended for you guys a second ago. So if you're having really bad allergies and stuff, it could be leaky gut. And here's some things about cabbage that you're going to love. Cabbage juice is full of phytonutrients. It helps to get rid of free radicals in the body. Cabbage juice boosts the body's ability to detoxify the toxins in your body. Cabbage juice basically is a great anti-inflammatory agent, helping to rid your body 
of other degenerative inflammatory diseases like autoimmune diseases. Also with the leaky gut. It also works for asthma and even bronchitis. It also works wonders for gastric ulcers and diverticulosis and for healing digestive problems in general. Cabbage juice contains sulfurane that kills the bacteria causing peptic ulcers, heliobacter pylori, and cabbage juice helps protect the GI tract from gastric reflux. Cabbage juice also contains the amino acid glutamine, which is really good for rebuilding the intestinal tract. I have that, by the way, in a separate product that is very important for good digestive health. I'll send some up to your mom, by the way, Joe. And cabbage juice Thank contains you. iodine, iodine, which helps to protect the GI tract from invaders. Cabbage juice boosts the immune system. It also works to promote and regulate T cells and helps the treatment of allergies of a chemical called histidine. Cabbage juice lowers cholesterol and also detoxes the liver. And cabbage juice is a powerful antioxidant. Cabbage, red cabbage juice is full of amazing amounts of vitamin C. Plus, cabbage juice contains sulforaphane, which is the most important chemicals for the fighting off of cancer. Plus, it's rich in iron. Cabbage juice works to slow the conversion of carbs and sugars into fat, and thus helps you to lose weight. When you drink cabbage juice, you always get, also get the nutrients into your system much faster, cutting absorption time from hours to a little more than 10 or 15 minutes. Red cabbage juice contains a lot of omega-3 fats. Now, I just want to read you part of his article, and this guy has a, a, a Ph.D., and he's actually a pretty smart guy. He did a really good article. I actually signed up for his website. And so the thing about this, is, guys, is this. I want to be in a, in a place in my life, I'm 61 years old, where I can say, I'm so glad I did, not I wish I would have. Now, I'm going to repeat that. I'm so glad I did not. I wish I would have. I'm so glad I took vitamins for the past 37 years when I started Health Masters because now I feel absolutely wonderful. I don't have a problem with cataracts. I'm in my 60s. I mean, I run around. My, 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 my The broken foot that I broke a couple months ago is completely healed. And, that, and I found out later that that particular type of fracture only heals in about 60% of the, about 40% of the people. The other 60% of the people have problems with sometimes the rest of their life. Mine's completely fine, and I'm 60 years old. And the reason that happens is our powdered multiple, our powdered multiple vitamin contains a special type of calcium. And when you combine that with the D3K2, it goes right straight to the bones. It heals the bones and increases bone density. That's why I always tell people, always make sure if you're taking D3, take it with K2, because it helps to make the bones stronger instead of storing that extra calcium in your arteries and calcifying your arterial walls. But that's why I sent your dad the information on the cabbage juice, and I told him, I was very respectful to the attending physician. I said, look, Doug, ask your attending physician if it's okay for you to start bringing her fresh, fresh cabbage juice. Now, here's the problem with cabbage juice. You can't refrigerate it once you squeeze it. It starts to lose its potency within minutes. So you have to squeeze it and then drink it within four or five minutes after you make it, or you can probably get away with an hour or so, but after that, you have to re-squeeze it and start it over again. You can't refrigerate it and store it. So I ask your father to pick up a juicer. You can buy those for $100, a pretty good one, and, and grind the cabbage. It has to be organic cabbage and drink the juice. I've seen it work miracles with ulcers. In fact, I've never not seen an ulcer that wasn't cleared up by using eight ounces of cabbage juice five to six times a day. I mean, I've not seen it not work every single time, 100% of the time. Now, I'm not making that claim, but I'm just telling you that's what I've seen. So it's amazing what it does for intestinal health, and I know what just eating the sauerkraut did for me. And also, like this article said, it actually helped me drop a few pounds, which I like that, because it really increases the fiber content of the colon, helps to heal the colon, helps to decrease what's called fecal transit time, so you use the bathroom a lot faster. Now, a lot of you guys aren't going to like sauerkraut. I got that. I understand that. Some people just can't stand sauerkraut. But you can still drink cabbage juice. And if you're a little concerned about the way it tastes, 
throw an organic apple in there with the juice and just juice an apple, mix it with the cabbage juice, and it makes it taste a lot better. If you don't like the color, throw an organic beet in there with it. So you can use the cabbage juice with a beet with an organic apple. Now that tastes really good. And you can drink that the same as you would just the raw cabbage juice. And it really, really helps to heal the gut, guys. And I can't tell you how important this is, especially now that we're seeing that that, that roundup, that this glyphosate will actually cause necrosis of tissue, which is exactly what your mom had. Part of her intestinal tract had died. And they had to dissect it out, cut it out, and restitch it together. They had to resect her, her, small, her small intestine. They say, are you 100% positive this was caused by glyphosate? No, I'm not, because you can't prove that. Because I believe that it was. That's my personal opinion. But the problem is you can't intentionally try to cause intestinal necrosis in human beings. This is how the bank, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the, the pharmaceutical company gets away with all of their junk that they do. And this is how the cigarette companies got away with all the stuff they do. You can't intentionally do a double client, double blind clinical research study to try to cause brain cancer or lung cancer or any other kind of cancers in anybody using a certain product. It's not medically ethical. You can't do that. And there's always that quote unquote little bit of doubt when you're doing the animal studies. So I can't say that for 100% certain that's what happened to Renee Joe, but I will say it's in my opinion that it's a high probability that's what happened. So, guys, listen to me for a second. When you go to the grocery store, make sure. It's bad. Whole Foods is bad about this. They'll put out food that's been sprayed with glyphosate, and they won't tell you that it's not GMO. Whole Foods was one of the biggest grocery store chains that was against the labeling act that Obama passed last year, the Dark Act, allowing Monsanto to continue to produce all this poison and not disclose it on the label. And we talked about this in depth two weeks ago on your show, how they got that BT corn through and how they got all these, all these, all these toxins and all these allergies that the people are having. So, guys, make sure it's certified organic. Know your grocer. Know who, who you're getting this from to make sure that it's not mislabeled. That's the only way you're going to know, and you've got to trust it at that point to believe that it's correct, unless you want to get the testing equipment to test everything you eat for glyphosate, which you can do that. But it's going to be very time-consuming. So I don't do that. We eat really clean, Joe. We only eat sort of certified organic foods here at the house. We very, very rarely eat out. People say, well, it costs more to eat like that at home. Yes, it does. It runs about 30% more for your food. But, guys, if you stop eating out three or four times a week, you're going to save that money immediately. I mean, that little meal that, that little meal that I had at that junk food restaurant up there in, in, you know, in Clayton, it cost me $70 for four people to have lunch. I mean, it was expensive. Yeah, yeah. I think I said $70. You know, you know how many organic, how many dozens of organic eggs I could have bought for that, Joe? Crazy. They, they say that eating out is about four times more expensive than, than grocery shopping. And, uh, no, it is. to the, to what, what me and my wife have been doing is, um, we've been buying all organic fruits and vegetables. And right. it's not something that, you know, we ever made a priority of in the past, but, you know, for maybe about the last six months, um, we've been, uh, exclusively buying, uh, organic fruits and vegetables. And I gotta say that the, the, the one thing that we did was, uh, with oranges, we got a bag of the organic oranges and we got a bag of regular oranges. And the, the taste, the, the amount, uh, how juicy they were, uh, it was just, uh, like night and day, the difference. And well, it, it deals with sugar content. You see, the organic fruit and vegetables are so much better. People come to my house all the time. And we're working on a brand-new cookbook, by the way, right now. It's almost done. We've got one chapter left in it. And we're going to go ahead and send it to press and get it ready to go for the show. And what I'll do is we'll, we'll make some special deal with the Hagman people. I always do that. And what we're going to do, this is a cookbook, and plus it's like an overall health. I'm not going to give you the name because every time I come out with the name of a new product, so many copies that I'm tired of that. 
uh, well, I'll announce, but it will be announced first on my show and then your show. I'll probably do it on a Friday night if I have the, if I'm blessed enough to be on your show on that day and then do it the same night on your show. So we have a dual release on the book because I want to have this thing hit really high up on Amazon. And I know if we really push it on these two shows, it'll do it. Now, what's also interesting is this, is that you've got to think about the supplementation that your family and you're doing. You've got to make sure you get enough potassium iodine to protect against cancer, enough vitamin C, enough vitamin D, 3K2, enough vitamin E, all these are so enough selenium. These are all antioxidants. The problem is when you're eating pesticide-ridden food, Joe, most of the time it's not being raised in soil that has the nutrients in it. So if you have a deficiency of zinc and you have a lower sperm count and the soil doesn't contain zinc and the plant grows in that soil, there's no zinc in the plant. It's just that simple. And it's all the other nutrients are the same way. That's why when you have the organic farming and the organic crops, they rotate them properly, they rebuild the soil properly, and they give you much higher nutrient density in the food. That's why it's so important that you take supplements on a regular basis like we do because, guys, I've learned. I mean, I'm 61 years old. I feel absolutely great. I always feel great. I've always got tremendous energy. But the thing about it is, is I really take care of myself. I mean, to recover from a fractured foot, broken foot, in just a couple of months like that and not have any side effects from it, it's pretty neat to be 61 years old and heal that quick. Because I know a lady who was at our doctor's office who went, who dealt for years with a broken foot and finally had to be completely permanently disabled because her foot simply would not heal. And see, you have to have the right nutrients and enough concentrations in order to be effective. You have to have therapeutic dosing on the supplements. And that's why our protocols work so well. I mean, I was talking to your dad today, you know, several years ago. He called me up and his blood sugar was at 450. I mean, it was horrible. You remember that, Joe. He's about to be hospitalized. And I said to him, I said, Doug, you're not following my protocol exactly. There's certain things you've got to cut out of your diet. And he goes, okay, okay. So he started doing the supplements like he was supposed to, cut them out of his diet. And I asked him today, I said, how's your blood sugar? He says, Ted, my blood sugar is perfect. And he goes, I don't have to take any metformin any longer. I'm not having to, I never had to go on the insulin, so I'm blessed that we actually were able to correct all of this. So, guys, this is the Hagmans I'm talking about tonight. This is Doug. Now it's Renee. And Joe's just telling you that his, his, him and his wife are eating organic fruits and vegetables. This isn't complicated. Stop eating out. Save the money from eating out. If, we, if you do that, yeah. you're going to suddenly find yourself. I have a friend of mine, Joe. They were, they're divorced now. When they used to be, they spend between three and $4,000 a month. They literally ate out every single meal. And his wife was a great cook. They just chose to eat out all the time, and she got obese from it. I mean, it's really kind of sad because of the number of calories they give you in a lot of these restaurants also. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, that's one thing that uh, here in America and in the West uh, that people don't pay too much attention to is portion control. And when you're watching your diet and your, and your food intake, which all of us should be doing, uh, we should be monitoring the amount of calories and intake that we have, especially if, you know, you're trying to lose weight and, and get in shape and be healthy and stay healthy. Uh, so often, and and one thing about eating out that people don't realize, and uh, people who've worked in the food industry uh, understand this, but a lot of the foods are are uh, already you know pre-cooked. They're packed in preservatives, frozen. It's, it's not like a lot of these restaurants are are you know with fresh fruit and vegetables, fresh meat. All nope. a lot of the stuff is just basically defrosted and thrown on a plate, and it's not healthy at all. And one thing that people it, not only can you save money. But um, the nutritional benefits of cooking for yourself, uh, especially if you do, even if you're not a, a cook or don't like to cook, do some research. Check out some recipes on the, on online. There's so much, even on YouTube videos, they, they will walk you through, you know, how to make healthy meals and how to do so with the right amount of portions. 
And uh, before I forget that, we got a question here from Tom. He wants to know how often and how much uh, of the cabbage juice should you drink? If I, it depends on what you're doing with it. If you're trying to heal your intestines, if you're trying to heal your gut, if you're trying to heal an ulcer, I always tell people you're not going to drink too much cabbage juice. There's really basically hardly any calories in it. It's not going to make you fat. It's really good for you. So if you drank like eight ounces four five times a day, eight ounces, uh, it won't hurt you a bit. And it'll be very, very beneficial to help heal the intestinal tract. And I'm going to start doing that too, Joe, because, I mean, we eat a lot of cabbage, but I'm going to start, I'm going to start juicing it and drinking it because I really would like to see what it does to me from a nutritional standpoint because I know how much the sauerkraut helped me, and it, but it took a few months. But the sauerkraut, because of the fiber content, it really helped me to drop the weight. I mean, I'm down, I'm, gosh, right now I'm down um, almost 30 pounds. Yeah, about 30 pounds from the peak where I was. And, and so I'm just really pleased with my weight. And guys, that's being 61 years old and be able to ease the weight down and maintain the lean muscle mass. So we'll talk some more about some stuff when we come back. We got a whole lot more stories to cover. We only have another hour left. So guys, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yeah, folks, we're talking with Dr. Ted Brewer of healthmasters.com. Uh, bookmark that website. It's a, it's a fantastic resource. And not only, uh, can you get all your, uh, uh all the, the packs that are put together, uh, by Ted, you know, the arthritis pack and, uh, you know, the Dave Hodges pack. There's all kinds of, of great, uh, personalized, um, specials that are on his website. And he always has the, the promotional and discount offers for Hagman and Hagman listeners. Folks, we'll be right back with Dr. Ted Brewer right after this. Greenovative. Go to HagmanReport.com. Click on the link to Greenovative. But what Greenovative is, it's a small company in Florida. They created something called the GMAG Power Cell. It produces electricity by adding salt water to this unit that recharges rechargeable batteries. It's the coolest thing you'll ever see in your life. It's really neat. Really a, a super device. All right? You need just two teaspoons of ordinary table salt, a little water, but a bang, you're charging your rechargeable batteries. Super GMAG chargeable is affordable. It's lightweight, weighs about 8 ounces. It's durable. It's EMP proof. And it's environmentally friendly. Yeah, that it is. It'll provide safe and convenient power for recharging uh, 6 AA batteries off the grid when other power sources aren't available anywhere, anytime, in any weather, day or night. Go to greenovative.com. That's greenovative.com. Folks, in these uncertain times, it just makes sense to have a sustainable backup method for accomplishing one of life's most important tasks, and that's preparing food. This is the way to go. There is nothing better than a Minuteman rocket stove from MinutemanStove.com. We all need a way to cook and a method to process water. I mean, think about it. Think about the many things that could happen to you. Minuteman rocket stove can provide your family or group the perfect solution. It's small, lightweight, wood-burning, and every bit as powerful as a kitchen stove. It's smoke and fully self-contained for clean storage and transport. Because it's so efficient, it cuts down on your wood gathering and processing chores to a tenth of what would be required if cooking the old-fashioned way over an open fire. So don't rely on gas or fuel stoves. Prepare your family. Prepare for yourself. Order a Minuteman rocket stove today. It's going to make bad times much better. Folks, MinutemanStove.com. MinutemanStove.com. Need I say more? You should have a Minuteman, the survival stove in an M.O.K. 
For investors, timberland has become the symbol of safety. Global tropical timber demand continues to surge as the world's population increases. The need for managed, sustainable timber production forests has never been greater. When stock markets crash, trees keep growing. Direct ownership of fully managed tropical timberland acreage is now available to accredited investors. Prime, valuable hardwood groves close to the beautiful Costa Rican border generate and maintain superior long-term wealth. Consider visiting our forest plantations. Qualified, accredited investors should go to PreciousTimberProfits.com or dial 855-888-6288 for more information. Call 855-888-6288 or visit PreciousTimberProfits.com. This announcement does not constitute either an offer to sell securities or a solicitation of an offer to purchase. Offering made by prospectus only. 855-888-6288, PreciousTimberProfits.com, PreciousTimberProfits.com. Hey, and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We are joined by Dr. Ted Brewer of HealthMasters.com. Um, he's a, a frequent guest on our show and also has his own radio show right here on Global Star Radio Network that he does with his son, Austin, and it's a fantastic show. You can get the information off of his website, and the show is rebroadcast after our show each and every night at 10 p.m., and there's also a 24-hour listen live or listen uh, to the show 24 hours on the, on the feed on the right-hand side of the website, and the show is live six days a week, 3 to 4 p.m., and Sundays from 7 to 8 p.m., and then again, it's rebroadcast from 10 to 11 right after uh, our show here on Gold Star Radio Network. We're going to jump right back into it with Ted, but I believe we have the other half of Hagman and Hagman on with us. Hey, Joe. Uh, hey, thanks for taking my call. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, I, I just have a very quick message. Uh, I, I am at the hospital with my wife, and uh, I just wanted to speak to the audience and speak to Dr. Ted Brower and uh, just take a minute here. I had to come outside. So if you hear noises like traffic or whatever, it's because of uh, where I'm at. Um, I don't want to take away from Dr. Brower's time at all, but I just want to let people know a couple of things very quickly. You know, at at, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Tuesday, folks, I was doing show prep. I was wrapped up and thinking about what I was going to be talking about, what we were going to be talking about, and even making plans for after the show 12 hours later. Three o'clock in the morning, I was watching my wife being wheeled into surgery. And so, just folks take nothing for granted at all. Tomorrow is, is tomorrow's not guaranteed. It's a promise. That's not to, of course, say anything except that you know. You, as I said before on the show, we make plans. God laughs because it's you know our life. It's really in God's hands. But the purpose of me punching in tonight is to affirm what Dr. Ted Brower is telling you. I've, I've been listening to the show in the, in the hospital room. Um, this is life and death. This is a plan for depopulation. This is evil at its core. You know, I spoke after speaking with Dr. Ted Brower, who was so kind today, this morning, to give me uh, much of his time about what was taking place. I was able to speak with the surgeon at two uh, 
president of physicians. And I can tell you, I can tell everyone listening to this broadcast without, without, uh, well, I can tell everyone listening to this broadcast that everything that Dr. Ted Brower had told me on the phone today, everything that Dr. Ted Brower is talking about with respect to nutrition, with respect to the, uh, the human body, the need for nutritional supplements, the need for, uh, eating organic, this is all true. And by the end of the conversation, I'm not sure, and you know me, you know my, my sunny, pleasant disposition even on a good day. So at the end of the conversation with the surgeon and a couple of residents, I'm not sure exactly, uh, frankly, if, uh, if they, they were happy with me or I was happy with them, but, uh, the, the bottom line is, the bottom line is the fact that, uh, they, um, they truly verified the fact that we are being killed through our food. Now, they didn't come right out and say that, but the fact is, they did not deny the fact that the, uh, the poisons, the toxins, the Roundup, the, all this crap that we're getting in our foods is killing us. It's killing the population. They, that's a fact. So, for those, uh, that's really my message. Not that Dr. Ted Brewer needs my affirmation. Um, but uh, but certainly I've got a wife laying in a hospital bed uh, that I'm watching uh, recover. It's a slow process, but the, but the fact is we all need to take this very seriously. If if you to those listening out there, Dr. Ted Brower is giving you information and the ability for action. Do not take this lightly. You know, the goal is that we are able to fight another day. As Christians and as conservatives and as leaders within our family and leaders, we need to be able to fight. We need to be able to live and we need to be able to uh, not just survive but to thrive. So I'm going to tell everyone out there, if you are not listening to what Dr. Ted Brower is saying, start now. It's not too late. The body's an amazing uh, uh, machine that can heal itself. But this is why we have Dr. Ted Brower on for this very reason. So I, I beg everyone, listen. We must get on an organic diet. We must take quality nutritional supplements. We must live to fight another day. And to those who will undoubtedly accuse me of exploiting the situation for selling nutritional supplements or whatever, the other thing I can tell you is wake up, grow up, because it is evil at its core. It's a fight. It's a physical fight. And we need to, we need to really understand what is happening to us. This is from experience. Uh, it's not that I wasn't sold, you know, a, a month ago or a year ago on the process, but to see it in action and to understand it, to see pictures, by the way, as Joe saw, uh, and as, as Eric, my daughter saw, uh, of the intestinal damage. Folks, this is not a game. Please listen to what Dr. Brower is saying. If you do nothing else, if you do nothing else, peruse his website, get on his uh, mailing list, and get multiple vitamins from him. I'm telling you, it, it makes a difference. And by the way, the uh, surgeon did say today that the uh, nutrition, the, the, the healing of, of the healing of taking place right now would be a lot worse if it was not offset by 
uh, what she had been taking, the nutritional supplements that she had been taken, uh, taking. Now, uh, that sounds like a sales pitch, but it's not. It's, it's just the fact. The blood, uh, uh, the, uh, blood test results, the, uh, test results, all of this is just, is, is, verifies exactly what, uh, Dr. Brewer is saying. And the last thing, and then I'm gonna just, I'll, I'll leave, is I, I'm gonna get back to the, to the hotel room, or hotel room. Um, but wherever I'm at, yeah. the hospital apparently. You get some sleep, yeah. Huh? Yeah, apparently. Uh, I just want to say thank you, Joe, for, for stepping up and handling the show. And, uh, a big thank you to Eric and, of course, John Robertson and Jackie for, uh, stepping in. And also, you know, folks, uh, Todd from Global Star Radio. Todd from Global Star Radio, he's a star. Uh, you know, he's got, he's got, he's been gone through the same kind of stuff, you know, with his wife and his family. It seems like everybody has, um, has been going through something. And I know Dr. Brower has, uh, has helped many. So I just would urge everyone to understand the value of the broadcast, understand the value of what Dr. Brower is saying, and understand the value of life. And I, lastly, and then I'll close it up by saying this, you know, we are working cases. We're working with, uh, uh, people like, uh, Sargas Sangari and Emmanuel Kashaba for, uh, the, uh, the, the work against the genocide of Christians in the Middle East. We're working yeah, with and, others and, uh, in DC, including in it. Yes. I just wanted to jump in and, and tell people on, Hag- on HagmanReport.com, uh, there's the, the latest story that's up there is, um, the story that you did with uh, Sangari that's on HomelandSecurityUS.com. So, folks, if you want, if right. you, uh, go check that out on Hagman Report, uh, the latest update on the war in Iraq and Syria. Thank you for thank you for saying that, and, and also uh, just to let people know, uh, we we uh, there there is a source that we're developing uh, at the uh, MPD Metropolitan Police Department, DC. Uh, however, you know. Uh, Disruptions happen, but the fact is, uh, the Seth Rich murder investigation is progressing. Be careful, folks, who you listen to. The information that's, that's out there, a lot of it's disinformation. But, but at the end of the day, we have to take care of each other, take care of one another, take care of ourselves. And, uh, Dr. Ted Brower is the guy. Uh, he's my our go-to guy. And I, I, after talking with the surgeons, the resident uh, uh, physicians here, I can tell you that, that he knows exactly what he's talking about. So I just want to say thank you to everyone for your prayers. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for allowing us to be part of your lives. And uh, I just really have a deep appreciation of not just Dr. Brewer, but of, of, of everyone that's, uh, that supports us and listens to us and is part of our lives. So thank you for allowing me to punch in like that. Uh, thank you, Doug. Absolutely. All right, brother. Uh, we'll we'll right. take your call anytime. Thank you. All right, and uh, I'll be, I expect to be back in the saddle on Monday, so, uh, uh, you know, buckle up. <laughs> God bless well, everybody. Uh, well, thanks, Doug. Thanks, Dad. You, you take care right. and uh, tell Renee All right. um, that there's lots of people continuing to to pour their support and prayers in, and, and we thank them. So, thank you. We will talk with you later. Very much appreciate. All right. God bless everyone. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank All you. right. In fact, uh, Joe, let's pray for your mom right now. Yeah. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I come before this for your throne of grace and of mercy and of love and of peace. I ask you to wrap your arms around Renee and just completely heal her. I ask that that intestinal tract heal. I ask that those sutures heal. 
that she's better than she was before she went to the surgery. Thank you, Father, for the quick intervention of the hospital staff to find out what was wrong. Thank you, Father, that she'll be walking in divine health. We bind any infections or anything that come against her in that hospital while she's there. We pray the supplements that she's been taking, Father, will keep her strong and she'll be completely and totally restored through you. By your stripes we're healed, you said to us, Holy Father. So we believe you for that. I love you, Father. I love you and I appreciate you. Be with Renee, Lord. Be with Doug. Be with the whole family. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And, uh, you know, Joe, the whole thing about it is, is this. You know, when we get older, and I'm older now, I'm older than your dad, I'm older than all you guys, you know, you finally begin to realize that, you know, life is fragile. You know, last summer when Austin came down with that pericarditis and he almost died, I realized how important it was that he started cleaning up his diet because he was eating and drinking way too much caffeine because he was working out so hard. And the same thing that happened to me when I was young with the pericarditis. So I'm really glad from an epigenetic standpoint that he survived it like I did. But, guys, here's the thing. You shouldn't have to want to experience divine healing. You shouldn't have to pray for God to heal you divinely. You shouldn't have to do that. You should be walking in divine health. The first CD set I did or tape series back in the 80s that I did, early 90s, was called Walking in Divine Health. It was a six-tape series that talked about the natural promises of God and how we needed to follow the natural protocols of God. Then we came out with the Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy program. Guys, it's so important to realize that divine health is better than divine healing. The divine healing is for the for the people that are lost and aren't saved to show the power of God and the mercy of God. The Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy, it says God is talking to these stubborn, stiff-necked Jews in the Old Testament, that's what he called them, and he's trying to make them understand that he wants them to walk in divine health. He wants them to be healthy in all the areas of their life. So he lays before them two things, life and death. And he says, guys, if you do what I'm telling you to do, you're going to be blessed. You're going to be living in abundance. You're going to have incredible life. If you don't, if you do the other things like eating pork, you're going to die from long, lingering diseases and wasting illnesses. So he goes, now, I set before you life and death. Then he says to them, choose life. Choose life. Now on top of everything else, he tells them what to choose. Guys, if God so loved them, what does he, how does he feel towards us when he sacrificed his own son for us? He loves Christians. He loves those of us who are in covenant with him through Christ. And we've talked about this in detail about the blood of Jesus and what it does. But, guys, he doesn't want you to be sick. He wants you to walk in divine health and walk in health all the days of your life. You can do that by eating right, eating clean, exercising. Very important. By the way, our show with Austin, the phone number, 24-hour listen line. Anytime you want, plug it on your car. Plug it on your phone while you're going on the road. 641 541- 552-5310. That's 641-552-5310. It's free for pretty much every carrier except for T-Mobile. They decided they were going to start charging one penny a minute to listen to the show along with a lot of other ones with T-Mobile. So I don't make any of that money. That all goes to T-Mobile or through your carrier, whoever it goes through. So guys, just you can listen to it online for free. We have a protocol tonight. It's called the Alpha Male Stack. I'm going to do something that I always do on your show, Doug and Joe, because I know Doug's still listening, is I'm going to give you a money-back guarantee on this. HGA Stimulate. Tribulus. Vitamin E. Zinc. And estrogen care. Get the estrogen out of your system. Normally, right at $200. We have it on special for 15% off all these products. A phenomenal discount. There's no coupon code. It's on the front page of the website. If you don't elevate your testosterone, if you don't start burning body fat, 
if you don't start feeling better, if you don't start having healthy blood pressure, if you don't have extra libido, if you don't have all these things using these products, send them back. You get a refund or credit, whichever you prefer. I don't care. Can't be that. Well, no, you can't be. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't know how else to make everybody listen how sincere I am. If I could make a better product, I would. I can't make better products than these, or I'd, I'd make better products. We've even got another one that will really boost testosterone even more so than these, but these are normally enough. It's a special type of Tongat Alley that we bring in because most of those don't work, but it's expensive. It's $100 a bottle. That's why I didn't put it in the stack. I want to keep the price point really, really low. So you can also add that one to it, but I can't give you a money-back guarantee on that one because the price of the product is so high, but it's a phenomenal product, and we have tremendous testimonials on that particular product, but that's not one of my label products that we have, but it's a phenomenal product. By the way, which of your foods are sprayed with Roundup three days before harvest? Wheat, which is why we're having so much toxicity with wheat as far as I'm concerned. Oats, canola, flax, peas, lentils, soybeans, dry beans, sugar canes, and in many cases, organic beets. Biologists say Monsanto's glyphosate is devastating wildlife, and in some area, deer populations are down by 50%. Another one says Roundup herbicide is by Sadra G, 100 times more toxic than the regulators are saying. So, guys, if I can't make you listen tonight or help you to listen or show you a better way as far as not eating this stuff anymore after the night show. I don't know what to do. And now another one, mass poisoning. Monsanto, toxic new pesticide, can go airborne because what happens, they start spraying crops in the area, and it goes airborne and it starts landing on other people's crops. Guys, it's a mess with this product, and it needs to be avoided. Now let's talk about why there's so many girly money out there. Yeah. This, no, this, this is important. The other day, in fact, it was yesterday, I was talking to my 14-year-old daughter, and I had a kid over here who was 18 years old. I worked out with him this week. He's kind of feminine, and I've been trying to macho him up a little bit. So I had him in the gym with me because I have a gym here at my house, and I trained at my house, and he didn't know how to work out. And you get hurt if you don't train properly. And I brought him to the gym, and he had gone on a trip with me and my older son. And my daughter it's up to the mountains. A good kid, good kid. His parents have gone through a divorce. His dad's non-present. So I thought, I'll be that role model. I'll be an alpha male. I'll mentor him. And so I've been really, really good to him. He's a good kid. I like him a lot. But this week, I took him to the gym for three days, and we worked out, and he got really sore. I did a, I did a really easy work. He did my 61-year-old workout and got really sore as an 18-year-old. And my workout's pretty intense for anybody who doesn't work out. It really is. Now, my old workout, this workout on a 1 to 10 scale would be about a 4, the one I do now, where 10 is like, just a gut-wrenching workout. I used to do 10s all the time. Now, 10, the 10 workouts on the advanced exercise videos for men, if you're listening and you're an athlete and you really want an excellent workout this quick in the gym, like 30 minutes, four or five times a week, get my DVDs for men, women, exercise programs as beginning, intermediate, and advanced exercise protocol in each of the DVDs. And the advanced exercise protocol is what I used to use when I was a bodybuilder back in college, and I did it all steroid-free. I never took steroids. Didn't have to because I was big. I had a 50-inch chest, 18-and-a-half-inch arms, and a 32-inch waist without any ju- and without any juice by training really, really hard and eating right. And I teach you how to do that from a natural standpoint. If you're young and you want to be a big alpha male, that's how you can do it. But the kid couldn't stick through it. He made through three three workouts, started making excuses, and finally I realized today that we were just wasting each other's time. And I finally began to realize this. My daughter kind of likes him, you know, she's 14, and he's one of Harrison's friends. And so she ended up basically, you know, saying, well, Dad, I don't know what to do. I can't find 
any alpha males my age. I don't know any kids that are alpha males. There aren't any. They're like all just kind of feminine, and I don't know what to do with this. And I said, well, Savannah, it's a real problem. We're going to discuss it. And by the way, my son Harrison, I'm going to say this because I don't want to say this a lot because it kind of messes with people when you talk about their kids too much, your kids too much. Harrison was accepted into the collegiate high school program about three years ago in 10th grade. In other words, he passed his college entrance exams when he was in ninth grade, was accepted into the collegiate high school program. The collegiate high school program, we have about eight or 900,000 people in our county. He basically, that's like the top 1% of all high school kids are in the collegiate high school program. All the rest of the kids basically are in the public school systems because they can't pass the entrance exams to get in or they don't know about the system. And this past week, Joe, I haven't even told you guys this, uh, he, I haven't even mentioned this on my show. Uh, Harrison found out last week that he was the valedictorian of the collegiate high school. In other words, the top one percent had 148 students in the class in, in the collegiate high school, and he was number one out of all of them. In fact, when they introduced him, they basically told everyone that he will be graduating with his bachelor's degree in one year after getting out of high school. So he graduated with his AA degree, high school diploma, with a 3.633 GPA. I'm sorry, 4.633 GPA, with all A's in all of his college courses, and he was so far advanced from everybody else, it wasn't even a close second. But the reason I say all of this is this: Harris has never been immunized, and we're going to talk about immunizations in a few minutes. Harris has eaten clean all of his life, unless he goes out with his friends and he does something stupid, he eats bad food or whatever. And it seems like every time he does it, he gets like tonsillitis or whatever. So he's done exactly what I've told him to do from an educational standpoint. He gave a phenomenal valedictorian's address for about four minutes and talked about the dangers of, you know, losing our First Amendment rights, which I thought was very gutsy for an 18-year-old in a college setting like that. In addition to that, he talked about the high cost of student loan debt now a lot of kids are graduating with subpar educations that are, that are not marketable, and they're leaving with a house mortgage without a house. So it was a great speech. I'm going to post it on my website or post it on YouTube so you guys can hear it. So I can let you know that my son really does practice what we practice and practice what we preach. And basically, he's a little chip off the Austin block <laughs> because he's he's getting really really macho. You know, he's working out hard, he's studying hard. He wants to go and get an MBA next. And then he wants to become, either go to Regent University or Liberty University, which are Christian schools, and get a Juris Doctorate. And he wants to work in a Christian university and be a basically constitutional law professor, which I hope that he can fulfill those dreams. But he's really a brilliant kid. And the reason I say this to you, not to brag on him, well, just maybe a little bit, is I want you to know he takes his supplements, he eats clean, and he hasn't been immunized. So he hasn't had any mental problems as far as having IQ score drops because of vaccines, including the mercury and the aluminum. So let's now talk about what's turning men into women. And it's the estrogen in the food yeah. supply. This is this. We got, okay, we got time, Joe. We got a break. Yeah, no, uh, just to let you know, Ted, we're not, we're, we're going to skip this, this break. So we, we're clear till the, till the end of this hour. And, uh, the, the feminization of men is, is becoming such a huge, uh, issue. It's almost like it's trendy. Yeah, somehow for, you know, we, we see, especially in younger males, the college atmospheres, the school atmospheres from the promoting the, the LGBTQ agenda to, uh, the toxicity of food and water, uh, you know, from the GMOs and whatnot. I don't know if it's, you know, part of it's the culture and part of it is this, uh, you know, chemical castration that, that we're enduring, but it, it is a major issue and, and men are becoming feminine. 
uh, well, that's why we put this estrogen, that's why we put this program together to elevate testosterone and to block the estrogen in your system because of the exposure. I've said this on your show a couple of times, and for all the, I know you guys are getting millions of new listeners. I'm going to say it again. When I was in college at Florida State University, and I was taking embryology with Dr. Visa in the fall of 1975, I remember this is one of those classes where you had a German professor who basically had really broken English and had to kind of really listen close to understand what he was saying. And he talked about in utero and in vivo, and that was that's basically in laboratory or in utero inside of the uterus. And he said that all mammals are born or conceived female. In other words, what does that mean? That means if you have a baby inside of a mother and you have the conception take place, cellular differentiation hasn't occurred yet, and that child is a female, even if it's a male. And what happens is the Y chromosome in that child, because of DNA, triggers the mother to start producing testosterone, which turns the ovaries into testicles. It turns the clitoris into a penis. It turns the mammary glands more into chest muscles. It takes a right-brain-dominant hemisphere female brain, turns into a left-brain-dominated male brain. All of this happens inside of the womb because of the testosterone the mother's producing, including the proper size, genitalia, all the rest. Now, he said if you introduce exogenous estrogens into the female while she's pregnant with the children, that you chemically castrate that child because what it does, estrogen and testosterone are antagonistic. In other words, the estrogen will eliminate the testosterone, and then only the estrogen is going to be present because of the amount of estrogen in the woman's body, and that child will be born feminized with small genitalia in many cases, or basically sometimes both genitalia. It's crazy what happens when you start messing with the hormones during utero when the baby's inside of the mama. Now, what also happens is this. The baby's born, and this this is what soy protein does. This is what food does that's been injected with estrogen, like dairy products or bovine growth hormone, or chicken, or beef. So that's why when women are pregnant, I can't even tell you how insane important it is that these women are not given any foods that are not organic. They never touch soy. You know, one glass of soy milk is equivalent to like taking two birth control pills with the estrogen content. It's insanity what does the receptor sites in the body. We'll talk about that just in a second. So when you put all of this estrogen into your body, through plastic cups, through styrofoam cups, through soaps in the shower that aren't organic, and all these other things, your body starts to attach these estrogens to your estrogen receptor sites in a male because you still have those estrogen receptor sites because, remember, you were conceived a female. So you start growing man boobs. We call it gonomastia in, in biology. That's what it's called, but that's, everybody knows what a man boob is. I remember, Joe, a few years ago, I was at a health food show, and they were actually having the, um, they were doing a special type of Vitamix, which we sell at the office, phenomenal blenders. You can put frozen bananas in them and turn them into ice cream without blowing up the blender. And this guy was making this great protein shake, all organic, everything else. And then right at the end, he throws in like a whole cup of soy protein. And I said, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. I'm not going to drink it now. Soy protein, too much estrogen. And there was a guy sitting beside me, right beside me, and he looked at me and he goes, what are you talking about? He goes, I eat soy all the time. And Joe, this is terrible. I'm going to say this the way it is. He had C-cup breasts, this guy did. He had a tight T-shirt on it, and his, his boobs are sticking out, his breasts. And I thought, this is nuts. He's telling me, I eat soy all the time. I don't have a problem with that. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, you need to look in the mirror. See, and this is what it does. That binds to those estrogen sites in your body because, remember, you're conceived female. You turn into a male because of the Y chromosome, because of testosterone. You start getting hips in the back. 
You start getting round-looking faces. You start getting breasts. All of this is because of the estrogen in the food. That's why we put together this testosterone stack. That's why we call it the alpha male stack because what it does, it binds the estrogen so it can't get into your system. So let me give you a couple of notes that I covered today on this. Every man of the U.S. is basically being turned into a female if they're not doing something to stop it. Styrofoam cups, plastic bags, harmless things like soap, even the, the, the receipts that you get out of these machines that basically you get your gas pump for, they all have estrogen inks in them. But this is ignored by doctors because people don't realize that when you get estrogen into your system, you start losing your abs, you start getting beer bellies, you start losing your jaw lines, you start turning fat, you start getting puffy faces. You know, we found now a good amount of estrogen in a man's body, because you're going to have estrogen regardless, it should be about 50 picograms per milliliter. But many guys that are tested now, Joe, they have five times that much. They have 250 picograms of estrogen per milliliter, which is higher than women sometimes. Women should be between two and 500. In many cases, the men will have more estrogen per picoliter in their bloodstream than women do, than their wives do. This is not good because it does, what it does, it gradually turns you into a woman. And it's, it's crazy because you don't realize how bad this is in the United States, why this has happened, and it's because of the chemicals and the things that we're putting into our system. A lot of it has to do with the BPA, the best phenol A. You should never, ever drink out of a plastic container, ever. That's one of the biggest culprits that we have. You should never use the soy ever in your system, ever put it in your system. And you need to realize that you need to stay away from plastic drinking cups or from styrofoam cups. All of this stuff contains estrogen. In many cases, vinyl flooring has estrogen in it. Shampoos, perfumes, colognes, moisturizers, inflatable toys, hairspray, soaps, fertilizers, pesticides, garden hoses, deodorants, detergents. Everybody gets bombarded with this stuff. And now guys are actually having estrogen levels higher than women because of this, which is competitive against the testosterone. And what ends up happening is the testosterone at that point ends up going down so low, you lose your libido, you lose your sex drive, you start losing your lean muscle mass, and you start looking like a woman. you got to realize, guys, this program is actually acting like a natural Viagra in men that we've been talking about. And you need to realize you can't stay fit and maintain healthy muscle weight if you lose your testosterone. I know uh, here I am working out with an 18-year-old kid this week. And he's incredibly sore. I got a little bit sore. I have to admit that because I've been on that three-week vacation. And I was training on the road, though, but in a gym I wasn't familiar with. But now I have no sores anywhere. He can barely walk. He can barely stand. He can barely move because he's so sore, 18 years old, because my muscles are so much more conditioned at the age of 61 than his are. I remember years ago, Joe, this is why I used to train really, really hard. I had an 18-year-old kid in the gym with me. I was about... Oh gosh, I guess Josh is 32 years old now, so it's been a 14 years ago. I was about 46. I was still training hard. I mean, I was still, you know, 18 and a half inch arms, that kind of stuff. And I remember Josh came into the gym, and, you know, and he was, you know, his, you know, like 18, 19 years old, and I'm like close to 50. And I said, Josh, let's do a leg workout together. And I said, he said, well, I, I, I you can't work out with me. I'm, I'm much stronger than you. I said, well, why don't we try that? Let's see how that works out for you. And before the end of the workout, Joe, he was literally on the floor because he couldn't breathe. And I told him, I said, dude, I said, you know, before you tell a 46-year-old guy that you, you, you can't, you, he can't work out with you, you need to kind of think about what kind of conditioning you're in. See, and I'm not saying that to brag because I'm, I'm not in that condition anymore. That was, that was a long time ago. But the point is this, is that I still continue to work out and take these supplements on a regular basis so I can block that estrogen, so I can increase that testosterone, so I can maintain a healthy relationship with my wife. 
and, and made sure, because remember, every 10 years you age, if your testosterone drops, you're going to lose about 7% of your lean muscle mass. And guys, that's why you, you reach down to pick something up and you can't pick it up anymore. I mean, the kid told me this week, he goes, I cannot believe how much stronger you are than I am. And I said, well, I'm not really pushing you at all. I said, I'm just kind of taking it easy because I know you haven't been used to training. You're only 18. I've been training for a long, long time. And I said, but I've maintained the training all of these years, and I take the proper supplements. And the reason I'm saying all of this in detail is my daughter said, Dad, I don't know what to do. She goes, am I supposed to wait around for 10 or 15 or 20 years to find an alpha male to get married? This is what my 14-year-old said. She goes, I don't, that's what she said. She said to me yesterday. She goes, I don't want to be an old maid because I've waited to try to find some guy that basically has testosterone who's an alpha. She goes, every guy I know is a beta. And this is what's happened. We have done this to our children, Joe. We've done this to our husbands. We've done this to our relationships. Heavens, we've done this to our wives. You know, and our wives are going, why in the world are you infinite? Why in the world can't you do this? Well, in many cases, it's because of blood pressure medication or statin drugs that we take, or because our bodies have been chemically castrated because of the estrogen content of all of the stuff that we handle on a regular basis. Joe, what do you think? Well, first, you know, when it, when it comes to, to working out, people need to understand that the, the muscles, um, it's not something that, I mean, it's something that you can easily lose by, by not being active, by not continuing to, exactly. to do the workouts. And, and uh, when you do lift weights and, and you have a workout routine, there are a lot of, of muscles that um, when you're just doing your daily activities in everyday life that really aren't used. And uh, when you do work out and you hit a lot of these other muscles, you're going to be sore. But that's one thing that, you know, all of us need to make sure that, that we are consistent. And, uh, you know, life sometimes, people, and I'm saying this from my own experiences, making excuses of why, you know, we don't work out. Everything's so busy and hectic and where is the time? But when we're talking about, um, you know, our health and, and, uh, you know, maintaining our health so we can function properly in, in our relationships and our, in our daily lives, whether it's our job or whatever it is, uh, it needs to come first right up there with, you know, what we're talking about with uh, making sure we're keeping the right nutrients and supplements when we, when we eat our food. It is something that, uh, as you're an example of Ted, that, by continuing to uh, to work out and and keep you know those muscles active, uh, that being in shape is very important. Just imagine if we, you know we always talk about the possibilities of some kind of societal collapse where we are are, are plunged into a, a survival mode. Can you imagine um, you know being out of shape and and not being or having the strength uh, you know to survive on a day to day basis uh, if we're put into that situation? And while we have, you know, the, the freedom and comforts of today, we need to uh, become more disciplined to make sure that, you know, we, we are keeping up. Because it's a lot more than just working out to, you know, show off muscles and, and to show off strength. It is a, a vital function that our bodies need is, is the exercise. And a lot of that comes from, you know, the resistance. We build muscles from uh, from resistance and, and exercises, you know, like lifting weights or jogging and doing the cardio things and so often you know we take as americans and in the west we have you know this relaxed mindset you know we do our jobs and uh then as you said it it, it speaks to you know when you say the alpha males or beta males um it is becoming a huge difference and, and i see this on the internet a lot uh you know you have a lot of internet tough guys but something is happening whether it's a, a genetic thing uh, of us not taking care of ourselves, 
or it is, you know, this chemical castration that you're talking about. Something is changing the the men and, you know, the male psyche of this generation. Just imagine these kind of people being alive 100 years ago. They wouldn't have lasted, you know, a week in, in the world. No. Um, it, well, it's very startling. Remember, remember the snowflake generation, which is what this kid was that I was working with, they have to have their safe zones. And Harrison addressed this in his college valedictorian speech about how when you get in the real world, you don't have safe zones. We still have our First Amendment rights in the United States. We got a round of roaring round of applause from the 2,000 people that were in attendance for the graduation. Guys, listen to me for a second. It's not fair to your wife if you've got a problem with testosterone or ED. It's not fair, okay, because your wife didn't sign up for that either. Now, your wife may not be as upset about it as you are, but sometimes they are. And today on the show, I went into detail about alpha males, and I talked about, talk about marriages. I've been married for 33 years. It's a long time nowadays. I mean, i got a great marriage. I mean, I've been in business for 37 years, been married for 34 years. I've been married for 33 years, almost, almost 34 this summer. And what's, what's crazy is this, is that, you know, we have to understand something. We need to treat our wives like a Stradivarius violin that's worth millions of dollars. We need to put that thing and just take care of it. And she needs to treat us like a Stradivarius. And when we all work together and we put each other first, we have this incredible marriage. Now, as an alpha male... And my wife being, my wife's also an alpha, by the way. You've heard her on the show. You know how she is. But, but she knows from a biblical standpoint that the Bible says there's certain things that she's to do from a submission standpoint. And 99% of the time, I don't pull that chip out. I don't pull those chips because we get along so well because we're so like-minded. I don't have to. But every once in a while, probably two or three times a year is about all it is. And after all these years, something will happen that I've got to make a decision that I don't want to do, that she doesn't want me to do, but I've got to do it. And because we have this great relationship, she's okay with that. But in the meantime, I pretty much do whatever I can for her whenever she, I can do it too. I remember I had a friend of mine, his name was Doug back in college, and he was married and I was in graduate school, and he had this great marriage. And I said to him, I said, why do you have such a great marriage? And he said, well, I put her first and she puts me first. See, and that's the kind of relationship we need to have. It's not a 50-50. That doesn't work. It's a 100-100. That's what works. And when you do it that way and you always look at the best for the other person, it's easy to have a good marriage when it's not a selfish relationship because the selfishness is what causes the problems. And, you know, same thing from a sexual standpoint. If you've got a wife that you're having problems because your testosterone are too low or your estrogen is too high, give this program a try. My gosh, it's got a money-back guarantee on it. It also helps to stabilize blood pressure. One of the primary causes of ED are blood pressure medications. I mean, we know that. And also we have all kinds of other drugs that cause the same problems with, you know, with erectile dysfunction. And so we're talking today about alpha males. That's why we put together the alpha male stack at healthmasters.com because I want you guys to realize it doesn't have to be that way. You can continue to have healthy relations with your wife into your 60s. I mean, I'm, I'm a perfect example of that because it's what you do if you take care of yourself. Guys, We've been, it's proven now that when you take statin drugs, it causes calcification of the arterial walls. It causes heart disease from the statins. It also causes heart disease. It also causes cancer. It also causes liver damage. It also causes kidney damage. All of these things are directly related to, this, to these drugs. And remember, the Bible says that pharmacia... In the, in the New Testament, it says that pharmacia is going to be practiced by these guys. These are the sorcerers and the wizards. They want to do everything they possibly can, these Sabbatean Kabbalists, to enslave the human species, to basically put this veil over the mind of the believer so that we don't see the truth, and also the mind of the unbeliever so they don't believe and see the truth. I've got a Christian friend of mine right now. He's a national talk show host. I mean, I'm not going to mention his name because you guys all know who he is. And 
I finally had to pull him off my email list and off my, my list because every time I'd send him an article, he'd come back with some kind of nonsense, fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news. Finally, I said, George Soros and, and, and Kushner were together in the cadre development to the tune of over $200 million. Fake news, none of that's true. And I'm like, and he goes, wait, I see. And he goes, he goes, Ted, why are you attacking Donald Trump's son-in-law? I said, I'm not attacking Donald Trump's son-in-law. I'm just pointing out what he believes and what he does. He's part of the Shabbat. He's probably a Sabbatean Kabbalist. I said, we need to realize who we have in the White House and what they're doing. And I said, we need to understand who these guys are. And everything I sent him, everything, everything except for the nutrition stuff, he would come back and say, fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news. It didn't matter if it had 100 sources. That's not what we're supposed to do, guys. As Christians, we're supposed to understand. Use your spirit tonight. Now, you may not believe what I'm telling you. I got that, okay? You may not have that same conviction. But you believe I believe it. I know you do because you know that I do. You can feel it in your spirit. See, and that's the whole difference. We have to understand if we believe something strongly enough, that's faith, we can help other people to achieve that same kind of belief. But I'm going to quit preaching about that. But anyhow, let me go over a couple more articles. U.S. government has already paid out $159 million in damages to vaccine-injured children so far in 2017, Joe. Already 150. They say vaccines don't cause any damage. The government has paid out $159 million this year. Another article confirmed omega-3 fats. This is like this is like a cod liver oil boosts blood flow to regions of the brain responsible for learning and memory. That's why it's so important that you have children on cod liver oil. And when you're pregnant, ladies, please, the last trimester, take at least a tablespoon of the natural cod liver oil. We have it at Health Masters every single day. Here's why. The omega-3 fats help to build that brain that last trimester. That's when almost all that brain development takes place. If the body doesn't have enough omega-3 fat to make it for the baby in the diet, it will take it from the mother's brain. That causes a lot of problems with postpartum depression. So, guys, stay away from the junk food. Stay away from the GMO. Stay away from so Don't get immunizations, for heaven's sake, when you're pregnant on anything. And make sure that last trimester you take at least a tablespoon of cod liver oil. We have an entire prenatal kit for pregnant women that's phenomenal. Here's one's going to kind of hack off a few of you guys. Does coffee harm your gut? People have been talking about how the health benefits of coffee all the time. What they don't tell you is this. Just five cups of coffee a day in a man, according to the British Medical Journal Lancet, can increase your risks of heart disease by up to 50%. It's also an incredible adrenal drain. You cannot get enough health benefits from coffee to justify its drinking it. It's that bad for you. I used to drink 18 cups of coffee a day. Now I use purple sticks. I had a purple stick at 6 o'clock tonight before the show because I knew that would keep me going until 9 o'clock as far as a little bit of extra green tea caffeine because it won't elevate cortisol. And we're talking just a second about cortisol, what it does, and how bad it is for you, and why we developed the product called Cortisol Buster. And Ted, this, real quick yes. if I can, uh, you know, this week obviously has been kind of a, a, a rough week. We've had crazy hours with all the stuff going on here. Um, every day at 5.30, uh, this week I've been drinking purple sticks, and uh, I and haven't really drinking them on a daily basis, on a regular basis. But I definitely can tell the difference, um, especially you know uh, coming into the studio. That's one of the first things I've been doing, and it it has really helped. Uh, keeps your 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 focus, keeps your energy. I'm not yawning. I have mental clarity, and it it is. Um, I, I love them. They taste great too. So well, I, I use one every morning. It's a green tea extract, and plus it's loaded with B vitamins. It's a great product. Uh, coffee causes higher stomach acidity. That's number one problem with it. It, 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 it. it encourages acid reflux. 
It aggravates irritable bowel syndrome and other bowel disorders. It raises the chance of food rotting in the gut, and it overstimulates the intestinal wave action. Plus, it's extremely addictive, and a lot of times you get off the coffee and I'm getting constipated from it. And now, here's the, oh, and the headaches. Oh, yeah, oh, gosh, the headaches. Oh, gosh. I, I, now, yeah, the headaches. I don't, that's why I just stay with the coffee. I may have one every once in a while, a cup. I had two last month, but before that I hadn't had any in six months. I just, if I'm in a restaurant, in a, in a hotel, and I know the coffee's pretty good, and I'm having a free restaurant, which we do in a lot of the hotel changes that we do, they give you free coffee. I may have a cup just because I like the way it tastes. I, I haven't made a cup of coffee at home in years. I just don't do that. I just I stay away from it. By the way, cortisol now has been shown to increase the risks of disease. And premature death, high cortisol levels. This is a crazy article, but I've been telling you guys this for crazy. I've been telling you for years. Uh, this is an article. It says, in the stress response, the body prepares to meet a sudden crisis by releasing a burst of cortisol and other adrenal hormones causing a fight or flight. The devastating effects of chronically elevated cortisol may include a higher risk of disease and a shorter life. Too much cortisol causes accelerated aging and increases death. That's why we developed the product Cortisol Buster. Unhealthy levels of cortisol appear to actually speed up the aging process. Coffee elevates cortisol. And research indicate that chronically elevated cortisol are accompanied by higher death rates. In one study, women with high cortisol levels were found to be 82% more likely to die than those with normal levels. Chronically high cortisol raises the odds of developing serious diseases, including heart disease. And all of this is elevated massively from stress and from, you got it, coffee. In addition to that, excessive cortisol can increase the risk of developing a laundry list of potentially debilitating and life-threatening conditions, including diabetes, metabolic syndrome, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, depression, and neurodegenerative illnesses like Alzheimer's disease. All have been linked back to cortisol. That's why we put together the cortisol buster. I think it's very important that you guys have to realize the high cortisol, and remember, if you're over the age of 25 years of age, 25 or 30, and you drink one or two cups of coffee a day, even one cup of coffee a day, it's going to like double your cortisol levels immediately. And it takes like a day and a half for the cortisol to come back to normal. And as you get older, it takes longer and longer and longer. That's one of the reasons that when you come off of coffee, it takes days, if not weeks sometimes, when you're my age, to start feeling normal again. It's just so awful how you feel. I know if I drink it two or three days in a row, my cortisol goes up, and I get real irritable, real edgy, and I start getting real, real bad brain fog from the cortisol. And when I come off of it, I automatically start feeling better, but it takes about a week to do it, plus you get the ridiculously horrible caffeine headaches. And the reason you have the caffeine headaches is caffeine causes the uh, the um, arterials in the brain to be constricted, it tightens them down. And when you get used to drinking coffee every morning, it tightens those things down. And when you don't have the coffee, they relax. Of course, that elevates the blood, that lowers the blood pressure, because that's one of the reasons that it does what it does with coffee. But when it does, it causes cranial pressure, giving you these ridiculously horrible headaches. Now, if you're coming off of coffee and you're getting the really bad headaches, there's one thing you can do if you can handle aspirin that works okay to come off of it to make it easier for you to make that transition. I'm not promoting this, but it'll work. But I'm not promoting the use of this on a regular basis. It's BC powder. because it can, and, don't, and don't get the stuff with the acetaminophen in it. Get the stuff with the aspirin in it, with the caffeine in it. And what it'll do, it'll blunt that caffeine withdrawal headache. And you can take like one the first day, half the second day, quarter the next day, and you can come off the caffeine without having the wicked, debilitating headaches, which almost feel like a migraine. I've got it before in college, Joe, when I used to drink 18 cups of coffee a day, 
and I'd, and I'd sleep in one morning, and I'd wake up with it. I mean, I actually got up vomiting in the sink from like an unbelievable headache, like a migraine that I couldn't even handle light. And I didn't know about the BC powder or remedy at that point. So if you, even if you drink the coffee at that point, it doesn't help. You got this wicked bad headache all the day. But if you can't handle aspirin, don't do that. Because remember, it causes all types of problems. Regular aspirin causes the bleeding of the uh, back of the eyeball, which causes wet macular degeneration. You should never take aspirin every day. If you want to thin your blood, take cod liver oil every single day, vitamin E every single day. They work, they're great blood thinners without taking the aspirin. The aspirin, what? Well, will increase the risks of wet macular degeneration. Here's another article. The four most disturbing facts about ADD and ADHD. Uh, number one, it can be from a trauma. Number two, it can cause premature death. And number three, it can be something that we give to ourselves. And number four, it's being treated with dangerous drugs and little else. Here's the thing. I've got to talk about this for just a second. A lot of kids nowadays are put on ADD drugs like Ritalin and Adderall. These are Schedule II drugs in the same category with morphine, opium, Percodan, and Demerol. These are super, super strong drugs. If a, if a five-year-old started acting up in the classroom, you would never say, give him a shot of morphine, he'll calm right down. Yeah, you wouldn't do that. But when you give him a Ritalin or an Adderall, it's in the same category with morphine. I wrote an entire book on this called Maximum Solutions to ADD, Autism, and Learning Disabilities. It's a bestseller. It's out of print. I don't have it in the office anymore. You can get it online for like a penny. You can buy for a penny plus $3.99 shipping on Amazon. So if you want to learn more about that, do that. But remember, it's the red dyes, it's the blue dyes, it's the lack of omega-3 fats, it's the glyphosate, it's the immunizations. All of these things have been linked now to ADD and, to, of course, to autism. We already know that. And, and by the way, our website is healthmasters.com. And if you want to call the office, because I know a lot of you guys don't like to order stuff on the computer, you can call us up at 1-800-726-1834. There's nobody there tonight. They'll be back on Monday morning at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. But it's 1-800-726-1834. And I'll be happy to give you the same testosterone price on this test on this on the well it's not a testosterone it's called an alpha male stack and i want you guys to be healthy alpha males that treat your wives with respect that's really important wives i want you to be healthy females alpha females or beta females that treat your husbands with respect another article turmeric produces remarkable recovery in alzheimer's patients and here's something joe that you know when you remember when your dad first started having the problems with the high blood sugar, we got him on the turmeric. We also got him on the cinnamon because it really helps to stabilize blood sugar. But there's other things that cinnamon does, especially the cinnamon that we have, the cinnamon extract that we have in the office. It also works as a very potent antioxidant. People don't realize that cinnamon is a very strong antioxidant. In addition to that, it's really good for your heart health. It's good to help stabilize blood sugar. It helps with brain function because of the antioxidant properties. It helps to some people who actually can protect from neurological disorders such as Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. I think a lot more of that is being done because of the way it stabilizes blood sugar, especially with syndrome X patients, because what it does, it allows more oxygen to get to the brain because blood flow, oxygen levels, and blood sugar levels are all directly related. It helps protect against cancer, infections and viruses, dental health, helps to control candida levels in yeast, and it's also really good for a healthy skin. So our cinnamon extract product, we have people all over the world, Joe, order that product in 
to help maintain healthy blood sugar, along with our thyroid product. We've got a great thyroid product at the office. It helps maintain healthy thyroid function, and people use it all over the planet. And they also, everybody gets so frustrated. Every once in a while, we'll get a batch of nutrients in, and we test them, and they don't pass. They just don't pass from our supplier. So we reject it, send it back to the supplier, and it may cause a back order. That's when that, when we get a back order at Health Masters, it wasn't because we weren't ordering the stuff. It's that the batch got failed. Because we won't do it. If I personally won't take the product and doesn't pass heavy metal testing and everything else at Health Masters, we simply won't produce the product. That's how good these products are that we that we manufacture and have manufactured for us. And Ted, I don't know if you saw this, but there was um, I saw this earlier this week. Uh, there were some products tested from GNC and another uh, store that that offers uh, nutrients and supplements. And uh, I forget exactly who did the testing, but they found that. Um, some of their supplements and vitamins were not actually uh, what they claimed them to be, meaning yeah. that they, that when the testing was done, they found out that they're, you know, it was filled basically with placebos and, and um, you know, non, non-essential or functioning additives that, that were not or had nothing to do with the nutrition. Every, every product that we bring in, we test. We test it from, if we can test it from a source standpoint or DNA standpoint, heavy metal standpoint. We even put everything in the quarantine when we first get it to make sure it's not contaminated, if it's contaminated and everything else. In fact, I need to put our videos up. I need to, I need to send you the videos of the plant that we use and how we manufacture all of our stuff. It's pretty impressive. I mean, you guys, I mean, we use positive air pressure rooms. I mean, we use clean rooms. I mean, with full masks and headgear. I mean, everything is done really, really top of the line. The lab that we use is, is actually an FDA registered drug laboratory and they manufacture our high quality standards and they're regulated on a regular basis by the Food and Drug Administration constantly visits over there to make sure everything's being done to purity control standards. That's what we have at Health Master. So our vitamins, so you get a bottle of multiple vitamins for $19.95. And they're junk, or you buy ours for twenty four ninety five, and they're the best you're ever going to buy. They're in a cellulose gel capsule, which is the highest gel capsule we can get, best quality. And they're powder, and, and you know, with methylated B vitamins. I mean, it doesn't get any better than our supplements, and that, that's why they work so well. I mean, our B vitamins. I took some of those this morning too, and I just, I'm, this is, it makes you feel so good. By the way, here's an interesting article: tactics that doctors have been trained to use to pressure hesitant parents to vaccinate. And they tell you how to categorize the patient, how to categorize the people who come in with them, and how to overcome the objections on the vaccines. One is called the uninformed but want to become informed. Number two is misinformed but correctable. Uh, number three is the well-read and open-minded. Number four is convinced and content. And number five is committed and missionary. That would be me. <laughs> committed to no vaccines. And you're doing, you're basically out there telling the planet what these vaccines do. $159 million paid out in vaccine related injuries this year already. Three reasons healthy gut flora are important. Helps to discourage Crohn's disease. Helps support mental health, which we've covered that on the show multiple times. And guys, listen to me for a second. You really need to take a really good Acidophilus product. I take one every single day in my protein shake. It really helps to keep the gut healthy. And here's another article. Nurse claims her daughter, 13, was left in the in a wheelchair with the body of a little old lady after suffering a reaction to Gardasil. And no, I don't make this stuff up. This is one of the harshest vaccines that you can give a child. It causes premature ovarian failure in many children who take this. That's the HPV vaccine? Yes, yes. And here's the thing. They're doing it because they're saying, in case your daughter decides to be sexually active at a very, very young age, it'll help prevent human pavilion virus. The problem is, is that it hasn't been shown to be effective at this at all, and it causes all these horrible, debilitating side effects, including paralysis in many of these kids, including death. I mean, it's crazy. 
I mean, I, I read that last month on one of my shows, and I talked about that in detail from an actual thing from the Center for Disease Control and for the Adverse Reactions Department. It's crazy. And so studies also proving that vaccinated children are at greater risk of serious illness and neurological study and neurological disorders. Four studies spanning 25 years prove vaccinated children are at greater risk of these or these illnesses. Now, it goes into detail on what these vaccinated children are at greater risk of and the other conditions found almost non-existent in unvaccinated children. It says five vaccinated children are five times more likely to suffer from a range of diseases. I mean, this is what's going on with the vaccines. And now, here's what's also interesting. Germany and Italy now are cracking down on vaccinations. And German kindergartners are actually naming their parents now who refuse a vaccine device. They've made it a law now that the kindergartners have to narc out their parents about the vaccines. I, I mean, you can't even make this crap up. I mean, who in the world says stuff like this and actually thinks it's okay? Uh, here's another article how they're classifying ages of the disease by which insurance companies can cover treatment, including the use of metformin, which we know causes pancreatic cancer. Another article that I don't have time to cover tonight is why the gynecologist warns, gives, gives women ten reasons as why they should not be using birth control pills. And another one, the superbug apocalypse could approach as nearly one quarter of infections are now untreatable with first-line antibiotics. So that's the show tonight, guys. And also, while Walmart, Costco, Kroger, Publix, and Albertsons have all received failing grades for meats that are loaded with antibiotics. So, guys, be very, very careful that you buy only certified organic foods, including meats, when you go to the grocery store, Joe. Uh, Dr. Ted Brewer, thank you so much for coming on tonight. What an information-filled two hours. We covered so much ground, and uh, thank you for the the uh, health information on Renee and uh, the prayers. And we look forward to having you back on in the future. And, again, folks, you can listen to Dr. Ted Brewer and his son, Austin, right here on Global Star Radio Network, six days a week. We will talk with you later, Ted. God bless you, John. Bye-bye. God bless you, too. When we come back, Robert David Steele will be our guest. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to this Friday edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. Just what kind of thriller predicts the future? In three days in the belly of the beast, Daniel Holdings wrote about the God Particle before CERN actually discovered the God Particle. In As the Darkness Falls, Daniel wrote about an Islamist terrorist confederacy that rose up out of Syria and declared a caliphate three years before ISIS was ever heard of. In his newest novel, Between the Veil, Daniel talks about a space between dimensions where supernatural beings can walk. He says that these novels are a warning from the creator to his creation. Will war come to America? Will the world's economies collapse? Are we looking at increased earthquakes and volcanic activity? Will the United States fall into civil war? You can find all of Daniel's work at his website, DanielHoldings.com. That's DanielHoldings.com. All of these things and more are talked about in Daniel's books. To find out what's coming next, go to DanielHoldings.com. Worldwide demand is making coconuts one of the highest-yielding cash crops available today. Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and many high-net-worth individuals have invested billions of dollars into coconuts for strong growth and solid long-term income. Yields could be as high as 18% or more per year. 
Capital appreciation and exceptional income for up to 60 long years would be an absolutely brilliant investment to pass on to future generations. Diversify wisely with direct ownership of fully managed coconuts on prime farmland close to the beautiful Costa Rican border. For more information, qualified accredited investors should go to ProfitsInCoconuts.com or phone 855-888-6288. That's 855-888-6288. This announcement does not constitute an offer to sell securities or a solicitation of an offer to purchase. Offer made by prospectus only. 855-888-6288 or visit ProfitsInCoconuts.com. ProfitsInCoconuts.com. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in this community and beyond. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. At HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. Friday edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We just got done with our interview with Dr. Ted Brewer, and uh, we covered a lot of ground there. And we got a, a fantastic hour coming up for you right now. We have returning guest Robert David Steele joining us, um, and he's been on uh, quite a bit in the past and coming back on. He's a former spy recently nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize and remains a committed supporter of our President Donald Trump, and he has teamed up with a number of, of people to create a new movement for unity. And we're going to get into that as well as uh, uh, an, an overview of, of what how Trump is doing uh, in in the thick of all this, uh, you know, the Trump derangement syndrome, as some people have labeled it, the liberal insanity, as I like to call it. And we're going to um, take a look at the administration and the people who are surrounding our president and examine some of the things that have gone right and some of the things that have and that are going wrong in this administration trying to push the agenda forward. Uh Robert David Steele, it's great to have you back on the show. You've been very busy and uh, how about you give us a little bit of an update about what you've been getting into since the last time we talked? Well, I, I I'm really honored and I will never forget that it was my appearance on the Hagman and Hagman report that actually launched me as a person of interest. Uh, to the alt-right. So God bless all of you, and thank you. Uh, what I have been doing in the last couple of months is coming together with Cynthia McKinney and creating an alliance between the alt-right and people of color. And what we have realized is that we have the power to come together, bringing the alt-right and the alt-left together but with the people of color that are prepared to leave the, the Democratic Party as the center of gravity. 
Cynthia McKinney and I have published a short manifesto. It's free online, and it's also at Amazon.com. It's called Pound Sign Unrig Beyond Trump and Sanders. Now, we clearly hope that the president will lead this unrig effort, but we're going to move forward with or without him. And it has instantly gone viral. We own the first three screens, the first 30 results of any Google search for pound sign unrig. I would love to have your listeners take a look at it because we make a case there that the deep state is our common enemy. And if the deep state is our common enemy, and if Donald Trump is the enemy of the deep state, and if the enemy of my enemy is my friend, we think we can make a case to the progressives, to the alt-left, to come together with the alt-right and take down the deep state this summer. And our basic plan is quite simple. Uh, Cynthia is approaching the black churches across America, I am approaching Louis, uh, Louis, uh, Farquharan. Louis Farquharan. Yes, the Nation of Islam, an extraordinarily important group in America. And we're seeking to have the black churches and mosques host open houses in the month of June, where white, black, brown, all colors, all races, all creeds come together and have a conversation. And what we're seeking to do is have everyone set aside all ideological and issue differences and agree that we have a common enemy, the deep state. There is a common solution, the Election Reform Act that reintroduces integrity to Congress. And there is a common method. We are going to try and raise $25 million, but even if we can't raise a penny, all of you could still do this on your own. We want people to come together spontaneously without us being involved and occupy the front lawns and home offices of every senator and every representative in July. And the objective is to force every member of Congress to sign the integrity pledge in which they commit to co-sponsor and pass the Election Reform Act of 2017. Just today, I sent a memorandum to Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul, asking him to introduce the act before Congress goes on summer recess. A copy of that memorandum has been delivered to our president by one of my high-dollar donors who believes in what I'm doing. And he said to the president, please reach out to Ron Paul, Rand Paul, ask him to introduce the act, and then let's take this country back in the month of July against the violence being planned by George Sotos and others from the liberal left. So that's what I've been doing with my time the last 30 days. <laughs> well, you know, it's a, it's a fantastic idea and a very tall task, and it's great to see the the proactive approach um, in, w- in what you just said with, by trying to bring together uh, for the purposes of unity and, and to be able to work together to move forward against this you know deep state surveillance state Police state that is is working against us. When you we when we look at the uh, the political atmosphere in the country today, uh, we can look at it from from one of two lenses, and and one of those lenses is very deceptive, which is what the the media uh, tries to promote in our society, and they focus solely you know on the division. And it, if you just relied on the mainstream media for your information, you would uh, believe that there is no way. 
uh, no matter what anybody does, to bring, you know, the the left and the right together. But uh, the second way to look at the country is to, you know, have your feet on the ground and, you know, living your day-to-day life as most of us do. Uh, we we know that there are uh, wide political differences, but at the same time, as you said, if we can push those differences aside to come together to to work together uh, towards this goal, it can be accomplished. And one thing that the deep state and the globalists um, absolutely depend on is the the promotion of the division. And as long as they can convince people that it's basically impossible to come together to work uh, towards you know a specific goal. Nothing will ever be done, but unless we we get out of our comfort zone and you know put our feet to the ground, we don't know what we can accomplish, and we never will accomplish anything if we don't try. And that's what I appreciate about what you're doing is because you're really trying to bring these people together. Well, let me let me give Cynthia McKinney a lot of credit because the breakthrough. I was struggling to find out how I could tear away half of the Democratic Party. Basically, half of the Democratic Party is black. And it was in talking to Cynthia McKinney uh, 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 over a year ago that we realized that the Clintons and the Clinton crime bill has put more black people in jail than there were slaves at the beginning of the Civil War. But the problem is that most of the black intellectuals, with the notable exception of Dr. Cornell West, whose book Democracy Matters is a Nobel-level piece of work, um, the black intellectuals have been a failure. They've been co-opted by the deep state. At the same time, the people of color have been dependent on the welfare that the Democratic Party has been pushing, and they haven't really been understanding that they're being screwed by the deep state, which the Democratic Party is half of. So there is an opening here for Donald Trump to literally carve out of the Democratic Party most of the people of color. And Cynthia McKinney, Dr. McKinney, whom I recommend as vice president, I am personally praying that Mike Pence will resign uh, in June at the same time that Rents Priebus goes to Greece or wherever they can find a place that he will like. Um, I think Trump needs to clean house in June. And Cynthia McKinney would be a very powerful vice president helping our president unite the country, restore integrity to the government, and then lead America first. And and that's where a lot of us are disappointed. There are some things he's done that have not put America first, uh, and I'm concerned. But I'm still holding faith in the president, and I'm still hoping that in the month of June he will strike a massive counterattack against his enemies and emerge triumphant. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about this uh, uh, before uh, we, we came on air here, and you know we've seen a lot it seems like the whole world is against donald trump and it doesn't matter what he does the the rabid left continues to attack every decision he makes and tries to paint but so does the right so does the yeah. right yeah the, the never establishment is against our president yeah uh and we were talking about why we see trump playing more defense uh what do you think what are some of the areas that he can go on the attack to, oh, I love that question. That is yeah, so important. The problem right now is that our legitimately elected president is trying to play. He's trying to beat the deep state by the rules of their game on the court of their choice, Washington, D.C. 
What our president needs to do is change the rules of the game. And he does that with an election reform act, a Trump channel, and a counterintelligence surge. William Binney is standing by to help our president use the NSA database to pick up every email and every phone call from every elite pedophile across this country and in passing get the emails and phone calls of the 500 traders across the U.S. federal government. William Binney can give our president within 90 days the results of exploitation of NSA data that the FBI is not getting right now because the NSA does not want to give the FBI anything, and the NSA is in fact under somebody who is in the pocket of the deep state. I refer to Admiral Mike Rogers. I really believe that if our president were to champion the Election Reform Act and then go on the road and barnstorm the country, with Rand Paul, Ron Paul, Dennis Kucinich, Cynthia McKinney, Patrick Buchanan, Virgil Good, Jesse Ventura, if he were to take a Chautauqua kind of travel show, 50 states in 30 days, and if we were to combine that with the black churches and mosques having open houses, and combine that with occupying the front lawns of every member of Congress, we can transform America in the next 60 days. Yeah, I mean, and that's uh, sorely needed. Let me ask you this, um, what you mentioned about, you know, using the, the data, uh, the NSA data, you know, in order to target pedophiles and, uh, that is, the, you know, that, that would be ideal. Uh, at the same time, um, how would, how would you go about, um, would, would it be targeting specific individuals or would it be something along the lines of, of keywords? How would what would be the best way to go about doing this while I, I, keeping I, it constitutionally? I would, um, Joseph, I will gladly, if you haven't already interviewed him, I would gladly uh, introduce you to William Binney, who is the best person to answer that question. Okay. Binney is the guy who blew the whistle on NSA and reported NSA to the inspector generals of the Justice Department and the Department of Defense because NSA was violating the Constitution and doing mass surveillance against every American citizen. That's wrong. William Binney invented a method for doing NSA's job without violating the privacy of individuals and without going into individual calls. He did very well what NSA has always done well, which is pattern analysis. You look for the connections rather than the content. But what Bill has told me is that he can apply this pattern analysis. For example, let's say you started with John Podesta and Tony Podesta, known known pedophiles and pedophile affiliates. They can then you can then trace them out and you very rapidly get a network of calls that clearly tend to cluster. And you can easily identify out of that who is clustering for pedophile reasons as opposed to um, having a Senate meeting reason. All right. So I'm not an expert on this, but I think this would be a fascinating guest and a fascinating topic uh, for your show. And William Binney's in Maryland. He's easily available. He's a great American patriot. And one of the things he and I have been talked about is how the president should, at the same time that he puts Binney in charge of exploiting NSA data, he has the authority to close NSA. Okay. NSA has no legislative charter. 
Benny and I have agreed that 70% of NSA is waste and intrusive and can be cut. And our concept here is that Benny would take over the 30% that's worthwhile and move it over to the CIA as a new director for signals intelligence. And the NSA, as it exists today, can literally be burned to the ground and salt plowed into the earth. We see the pushback that um, Trump gets with just about every decision that he makes. Uh, do you believe he would be able to um, to deconstruct the NSA and be able to do so uh, with the, the, the short pushback? Is yes, but with, like with the travel ban, we saw him issue an executive executive orders uh, for the the ninety day temporary travel ban to ex- extend the vetting. That was shut down um, by by some judges. And Let's see the, the difference between these two decisions is that the travel ban was a conservative decision that put America first. Okay. Shutting down NSA is actually a liberal decision. Shutting down NSA is a liberal's wet dream. Yeah. Okay. It's the liberals and the Democrats that have been crying out against mass surveillance and the militarization of the police and so forth. So actually shutting down NSA is something that the public at large, as well as all of the liberals and the Democrats, would have to say, well, now wait a minute, that's actually a good idea. Um, I really have to stress that 70% of the U.S. intelligence community is not just waste. It's being used to spy on and blackmail politicians and judges. It's weaponized, yeah. Yes, it's weaponized against us. And it's weaponized against our politicians and our judges. So NSA and CIA are both blackmailing our judges and our politicians, and they are both leaking information and often leaking lies against our president. That's sedition. So Cynthia McKinney and I have just published Memorandum for the President 3.0. It's her refinement of my memorandum that's been read by 4 million citizens, uh, memorandum 1.0 and 2.0. And in there we say there are eight things the president can do to be the greatest president ever. Election reform is one, a Trump channel is a second, a counterintelligence uh, surge is a third. Smacking down, taking down the secret intelligence community that tried to flip the electoral college, jury tampering taking them down and putting them back in a very small box is part of how the president takes out the deep state because the secret intelligence community is the smuggler and the enforcer for the deep state. Harry Truman never intended for the secret intelligence community to become a blackmailer or a smuggler of guns, drugs, cash, uh, uh, gold, and small children which is what CIA does using the thousand military bases around the world and conscripted military assets. So our president has a chance to not only make America great again, but to make America safe again from its own government. You know, when I think of the deep state and uh, you know, these globalist uh, New World Order politicians and, and, and people, it, it really, in my mind, it puts the mafia to shame. Uh, you know, the mafia being, you know, organized crime, um, and many people have seen, you know, movies and whatnot, but what we have with the, with the deep state is not only the organized crime, but they have, you know, the, all the money and technical, technological capabilities 
that uh, give them the power to be able to do just about anything. And, uh, you know, as we just talked about, it, it is used in, in a weaponized form where uh, they are able to to blackmail people. They are able to uh, basically control just about yeah. everybody with any amount of power. Um, and we know that, you know, even in, in prosecuting and trying to bring down the mob, uh, you have a lot of pushback. The, the concern I have here is, um, you know, if these people feel threatened, the, the, what lengths would they go to to make sure that they keep their power? And well, obviously they me, can't keep us from trying, but it's let not going to be let easy. Me give you, yeah, let me give you the answer in three parts. First off, and I'm attending a conference tomorrow on the deep state with Ron Paul and Oliver Stone and a few others, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they have to say. The deep state is not just unelected government officials. The deep state starts with the Rothschilds and the Vatican, and they control the city of London and Wall Street. And Wall Street and the city of London control the secret intelligence services, the two-party tyranny, and through the secret intelligence services, the mainstream media narrative, the false news. Okay? There are essentially three things the president has to do to take down the deep state and not be assassinated while doing so. The first is he has to have the Election Reform Act in order to restore integrity to Congress. Because that's how he can then take the second step, which is close down the Federal Reserve. Now, I understand he can revoke the charter of the Federal Reserve by executive order, but it works better if he has an honest Congress that makes evidence-based decisions and agrees that the national bank should be nationalized. Yeah, Kennedy was the last president. close the Federal Reserve. Kennedy had to issue an executive order to end the Federal Reserve and... uh one of the first acts that Johnson did as president after the assassination of Kennedy was to remove that executive order. That's exactly right, because Lyndon Baines Johnson was one of the greatest political criminals of all time until Hillary Clinton came along. She's put him to shame. Um, So our president has the power to do that. But the third is the most important, truth and reconciliation. And I get pushback on that. But the bottom line on truth and reconciliation, my version of it is everyone gets the truth, no one goes to jail. So what you do is you tell the elite, we're going to give you a free pass. All you have to do is get out of our way. Now, they need to understand the underlying message, which is if you don't get out of our way, we will kill you. That's going to happen. George Soros right now is not only under threat of extradition to Russia, he's under threat of death from rangers that are seriously angry at him. And we call that ranger justice. I don't condone it, but it exists. George Soto should be very concerned about his welfare. So should Eric Schmidt. Bottom line here is I believe that the elite are now starting to see that there is a populist uprising that is taking place. And it can either be violent or nonviolent. I am working very, very hard to make it an ethical, legal, nonviolent revolution by using the Election Reform Act as a way of transforming our country back to America the beautiful, making evidence-based decisions in the public interest. If the elite are not willing to play ball with our president and our public, then they are asking for a world of hurt. And they are going to start seeing burning mansions and Lear jets brought down by 50 caliber bullets 
and digital attacks on their personal wealth. They have no idea just how much cyber power we the people have. I mean, I opened Hackers on Planet Earth in 1994. Um, I started with Wynn Schwartow, the first cyber conference in about 1992. I introduced NSA to hackers to my eternal shame in 1993. I cannot overstate the vulnerability of the elite to a public attack, and that's what I'm trying to avoid. I think our president can do it. I think he's a genius. I think he's he's got the potential. Uh, but he needs we the people 100%, not just 27% in order to do it. Yeah, and the 27% you're referring to is, uh, I believe, the number of, the percentage of Americans who voted for Trump. And I think you, uh, you pointed out that 47% of Americans did not even vote. And this is where the, the election reform act comes, uh, the election reform act comes into play. And, uh, we can get into a little bit of that. We have about a, a minute or two before, a few minutes before the break, folks. If you have a question for Robert David Steele, uh, e- give us, send us an email at studio at hagmanandhagman.com. That's studio at hagmanandhagman.com. And we will go through those and, uh, we'll, we'll answer, we'll ask the questions on air and, and, uh, Mr. Steele will, will answer them to the best of his abilities. Uh, with just a few minutes we have left in this, in this, uh, segment, Robert, um, the deep state, the swamp, and the Trump administration, since the last time you were on, uh, the people that Trump has surrounded himself with, are most of these people, in your mind, um, part of the problem or part of the solution? And if you want to um, get specific and name some names, uh, what do you see happening in the Trump administration, those working with the president versus those working against the president? With the exception of Steve Bannon and Ivanka Trump, I see no one in the White House worthy of keeping. I'm especially concerned by Jared Kushner, who was caught discussing giving nuclear weapons to Saudi Arabia, and an Israeli officer in the background saying that a limited war between Saudi Arabia and Iran was good for everybody. There is nothing good about a nuclear war in the Middle East, and for Jared Kushner to be playing with guns is very scary. Okay? The second traitor in the White House, or the second person in the White House that causes me grave concern, is Herbert McMaster. McMaster was caught conspiring with John McCain, John Brennan, and David Petraeus to get the Saudis and Israelis to pay three to four hundred thousand dollars to the white helmets to do the false flag attack in Syria. And McMaster is lying to the president on a daily basis, trying to get the president to put 150 U.S. ground troops into Syria. A lot of money has been paid to Egypt. We are building up forces in Egypt. There is a planned U.S. ground troop assault into Syria. There is a planned Kurdish assault down into Iran. Um, this is all insane. So bottom line here is Donald Trump promised all of us no more elective wars, no more regime change operations, no more violence for the sake of the military-industrial complex. He's gone back on those promises. It's time for him to put America first, not Israel first, and not Saudi Arabia first. So I'm very concerned. Mike Pence has been caught trying to build his own power base. 
taking away the president's most important financial and moral supporters. It's clear that Mike Pence is not loyal to President Trump. Yeah, and I want to, if we, we, on the other side, we're going to have to get into this a little bit more with Pence. And again, folks, if you have a question for Robert David Steele, send us an email, studio at Hagman and hagman.com. Um, we got a lot more things we want to get into, uh, with Robert Steele, including his, his, uh, unrig, um, movement that he's putting together, trying to unify both the right and the left to move against the deep state. We're going to get into more counterintelligence and, uh, continue to look at the strengths and vulnerability of Trump and his administration. We'll be right back after these short messages. Don't go anywhere. Visit HagmanReport.com for the news and articles that matter most. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. Folks, I'm going to direct your attention to masterpreps.com, masterpreps.com. Wow. Uh, masterpreps.com, uh, the sponsor of our show, masterpreps.com. That's masterpreps.com. Take a visit there. High-quality items, made-in-America items. I mean, anything, everything you possibly want from uh, cooking uh, utensils, uh, cooking frying pans. To, I mean, it is, it'll blow you away. Absolutely, Eric's. It's insane. I mean, wow. Look at the products. Folks, visit masterpreps.com. Again, welcome to the Hagman and Hagman Report family, masterpreps.com. I mean, wow, it's insane. Masterpreps.com. Are you ready for what comes next? Hi, I'm Grace Gonzalez from Kang Post in the Woods. We are an American family-owned company founded and built on skills and knowledge gained from responding to 18 major disasters in the U.S. and around the world. We found that most people don't have enough food and water to survive, let alone any medicinals to save their life. We're offering 25% off our must-have American Heritage Armies kit. It contains 12 homeopathic armies, a booklet that goes over everything in your kit, and our brand new book, Major Disasters Lessons Learned. Just enter coupon code HAGMAN. In life or a disaster, you must be able to take care of yourself. You may not be a medical doctor, and your grandmother and your great-grandmother probably weren't either. But they still knew how to minister to their family's health issues. And so can you. Check out our American Heritage Journeys kit at www.changeposewoods.com. Your life may depend on it. Hello, everyone. This is Joe Charles, the guy whose voice is heard announcing for the Hagman and Hagman Report right here on YouTube and across the Global Star Radio Network. There have been many people wondering whose music is being played during those breaks. Well, you guessed it. And we're very pleased to announce that all that music and 11 brand new songs from the CD New Jerusalem is set for release on April 10th for download on iTunes. 
That means you can help support my ministry and be blessed by this awesome, inspiring recording. I have been fortunate to work with some phenomenal musicians from around the world that helped us put this recording together in the studio. Simply go to joecharlesmusic.com and click on the iTunes link. Or, if you'd rather have a CD, we'll send one right out to you. Just leave me your email and we'll get right back to you. And thanks to Doug and Joe Hagman for making this all possible. God bless. segment on this Friday edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. Our guest this hour is Robert David Steele. Um, he is a, a returning guest. He remains a committed member and supporter of President Donald Trump. He has recently joined together and teamed up with Cynthia McKinney to create We the People, Unity for Integrity, a movement that seeks to unite the alt-right with the alt-left and everyone in between to destroy our common enemy, the deep state. And with one demand of Congress, the Election Reform Act of 2017, uh, he has um, been working to get this legislation introduced before the summer recess. Uh, and we have been talking about Trump, the Trump administration, the some of the problems that have been ongoing, and uh, the personnel that are, is surrounding Trump, both uh, positive and, and, and the negative aspects of what we're seeing from the administration. Um, we have... Uh, Open the email up for questions for Mr. Steele at studio at hagmanandhagman.com. If you have a question that you would like uh, Mr. Steele to answer, send us an email, and we will go through those um, in this segment and get through as many of those as possible. Picking up right where we left off before the break, Robert, um, Mike Pence, one of the, the first questions we got is from Deborah, and she says, Why do you not want Mike Pence as our president? I was surprised when you talked about replacing him. Is there something I don't know? Uh, about Mike Pence. Yes, Deborah, there is a lot you don't know about Mike Pence. There's a lot I don't know either. Um, but you have to understand that all of the governors, Jesse Ventura was an anomaly. All of the governors are part of the establishment. All of the governors are part of the two-party tyranny that wants Donald Trump to fail. Mike Pence has had some very dirty business in Indiana. He has also been a, an enabler and a protector of high-level pedophiles. His best friend was on the pedophilia list that got Mike Flynn fired. Uh, but worst of all, let bygones be bygones. Worst of all, he has been caught. He not only publicly created a political action committee to compete against Donald Trump in 2020, but he has been caught trying to recruit very high-level friends of Donald Trump, financial friends and moral friends. And that is a crime for which there is no forgiveness. I hope and pray that Mike Pence will resign in June. Yeah, you know, the um, what, you, what you just referenced there about uh, Pence having a close friend uh, with, with ties to pedophilia was a story that was a, around a few months ago. And Around the time that, you know, from the Podesta emails past the inauguration that, um, wasn't very clear, I guess. People didn't, I don't know if there was more important things they were focusing on, but it, it was kind of a footnote in many of the stories. And the creation of a political action committee to work against Trump is, is troubling if true. And we did see stories, uh, when 
the impeachment talks about Trump came up uh, about how people were whispering into Pence, Pence's ear uh, and how he would be a tool for the deep state. But um, with that being said, uh, you know, the vice president always is pretty neutral. It should be pretty neutral. No, no, neutral, no. Forgive me. Let, me. let me make a really critical point here. Mike Pence works for Dick Cheney. Mike Pence works for the Bush family. Mike Pence, Paul Ryan, and Rens Priebus have been stuffing Bush family uh, protégés into the political positions. Donald Trump has lost control of his government because of the misbehavior of Mike Pence and Paul Ryan and Rens Priebus and the uh, the guy they put into the Office of Presidential Personnel. Donald Trump needs to have someone like Jared Kushner in the Office of Presidential Personnel actually making sure that the people that are being put into positions of political power are Trump loyalists and not Bush loyalists and Cheney loyalists. If I were to go in and evaluate all of the people that have been approved by the Office of Presidential Personnel, I am very sure they would get, at best, a C-minus grade for being loyal and helpful to Donald Trump's agenda. Okay. Um, we got a question about Putin. Uh, did The question is, did you insinuate that Putin is a pedophile? No. I agree about Pence. Okay. Uh, no, as a matter of fact, there were stories, there were stories trying to, to tar Putin with being a pedophile. And I just shot a documentary in, in Thailand with Steven Seagal on pedophilia. I'm a commissioner on a new international tribunal that's looking into pedophilia. And by all accounts, Putin is not a pedophile. Um, and he is in fact probably like Khrushchev and John F. Kennedy, more likely to be helpful to Trump than Trump's own generals. Okay. Uh, we have a question from Mike. Are we any closer to finding out the numerous leaks that have sabotaged the White House? Yes. Uh, three leakers have been found. Two of them work for Jared Kushner. Okay. You know, we've been seeing a lot of, of Jared Kushner in the news uh, lately, one in relation to the false Russia narrative. Uh, do you have any insight into um, Kushner and the? I didn't any more with this Russia narrative. Uh, well, the, the Russian narrative. The Russian narrative is an absolute lie. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, I am one of twenty nine people that destroyed the Russian narrative, and I took the CIA report and dismantled it line by line in a publication that's both free online and at Amazon. It's called Soft Coup. Um, and in fact, I'll point out to your listeners that on page A13 of that report, it actually says in black and white, our findings are not based on evidence. I don't make this stuff up. Our findings are not based on evidence. John Brennan is a liar. He is a whore for Saudi Arabia. I believe he is an American traitor who should be under indictment. All right? John Brennan is, like Loretta Lynch, a seditious, treasonous person. Um, there is no truth to the Russian narrative. Uh, what I really think people should be focusing on is the Seth Rich narrative. 
Seth Rich was murdered by Hillary Clinton and the senior leadership of the of the Democratic National uh, Committee. Um, Seth Rich was an American hero. And uh, I think that this whole Seth Rich thing combined with the Obama administration unmasking of U.S. citizens are the two political scandals which will join with pedophilia. By the way, pedophilia is going to take down the Republican Party, but it is going to further destroy what's left of the Democratic Party. Because pedophilia at the elite level, which is not only about abusing children, but also killing them, this is common at the upper level of both parties and, of course, the bankers in New York. Yeah, and you're right. It, uh, for those who might not uh, understand, it would take down many people in the Republican Party as well as the Democratic Party. I, I don't know if you saw this, Robert, but there was, a, I think it was de Blasio, one of his... Um, uh, oh, de Blasio, one of his aides, yes. One of his aides, and then there was also another... A DNC employee who was caught with child pornography of, of children six months old or younger. Um, yeah, I have to tell you, the child pornography is, is the least of our problems. I'm talking about people who take kidnapped children, abuse them, and then kill them, and then drink their blood. Okay? I, I, it's just I cannot exaggerate the, the depravity and the perversion. And this, by the way, was a perversion that Loretta Lynch was going to legalize if Hillary Clinton had won. Uh, one of our senators has published a list of, of perversions, including pedophilia and bestiality, that the Department of Justice was going to legalize had Hillary Clinton become president. Um, I just cannot exaggerate the depth of the evil that is represented by the deep state. And I have to emphasize the deep state starts with the Rothschilds and the Vatican, moves down through banking to the two-party tyranny and then to the secret intelligence services that drive the media narrative. It's all connected, but it's not just the shadow government. It's the Rothschilds and the Vatican at the top. Absolutely. Uh, Robert, back to Seth Rich, uh, if we can. The investigation, the police narrative is that it was a, a robbery that was a failed robbery attempt, even though nothing was, was stolen. And we have multiple sources that have come out and stated that Seth Rich was, in fact, uh, the leaker, the DNC leaker to WikiLeaks. And we keep, continue to see stories in the in the news that that say that that angle of investigation is debunked. We obviously know the answer to this question, but why is is the Seth Rich, uh, the truth of the Seth Rich story, so important that these people are willing to, to even try to shut down people like Sean Hannity for simply asking questions on an unsolved homicide? Yes, and it, it actually, it, I, I like the way you ended that question, because on the one hand, the investigation in Washington, D.C. was completely shut down. They didn't interrogate anybody at the place where this guy had been. They didn't follow any leads. They really did not do forensics. And then I think when they finally caught one guy, it was, it was not actually pursued. Um, but Fox News is part of the deep state. People need to understand that Fox News is part of the deep state. It's not as bad as Crap News Network. It's not as good as Lou Dobbs. Okay? So Fox News is part of the deep state. And any pressure put on Sean Hannity, just like they had pressure put on Judge uh, Napolitano, who's one of my favorite people on the planet, 
This is a man who really understands the Constitution and has written multiple books on how far America has moved away from the Constitution. For anybody to censor Judge Napolitano or Sean Hannity is for that person to stand up and say, I am part of the deep state, you should not trust me. Excellent point. And, and I've never seen the, well, we have seen it in 9-11 um, and a few other uh, cases where just simply asking questions, trying to get to the truth, you're labeled some kind of a kook or, or enemy or conspiracy theorist. That tells me that we are definitely on the right track with asking questions about Seth Rich. And it is just insane how these people uh, continue to drown out the truth with their hysteria. Um, we got a, a question from a, a Chicago brew, and it's a two-part question. It says the following. Mr. Steele has just introduced some alarming reports regarding Pence, Kushner, McMasters, and others within the White House and Congress. Uh, the question is, how accurate is the disclosure of this information and Mr. Steele's level of confidence of the intel? That's part one. Okay, well, the, 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 the statements I am making come from two sources, one of them deep within the White House, the other one with the person, with the president's personal attention, uh, and personal fax number. Uh, I am, I am 80% confidence on Kushner and McMaster and 65% confident on Pence. Okay. And part two of the question is, many of us believe that President Trump's rejection of the Paris Accord is a significant blessing uh, to us. The American people displaying that Trump is fighting the deep state and globalist factions. Uh, what is Mr. Steele's take on this? Well, I agree. And, and I really have to emphasize that nobody in the world does accurate science. Science is a fraud. Um, I've designed a new PhD that has three tracks, holistic analytics, true cost economics, and open source everything engineering. Most of what we make in America today would not be profitable if you were calculating the true costs of everything against the, the use of water and fuel and toxins and child labor and so forth. Having said that, the climate peace, uh, the climate agreement, like the United Nations Agenda 21, like the United Nations Core Educational Curriculum, like the program to take nutrition out of all food so that you literally have to buy processed food and then you have to buy pharmaceuticals to cure you of all of the things that the GMOs introduce into your system. All of this is part of the deep state agenda. We are all being treated as disposable sheep. So I applaud President Trump for getting out of that. And I'm reading articles in which CEOs are are protesting and quitting his mm -hmm. groups and so forth. Let me say very clearly that all CEOs in America are crooks. They are hypocritical crooks. Let me point out that when NSA was given the mandate to protect American communications and computing, they didn't do that. Instead, they went to CEOs, the CEOs of Dell and IBM and Hewlett-Packard and Microsoft, and those CEOs violated their fiduciary responsibilities to their stockholders and their shareholders, I mean, and their stakeholders, and they let NSA put backdoors into every American computer and communications instrument. Our CEOs across America, with a few exceptions, have zero integrity. When President Trump does something that elicits anger 
by CEOs and politicians and the media, he is on the right track. Okay. Um, another question from Jan wants to know the was the the Saudi weapons deal uh, something that was good for America, and do you believe that it was Trump who who was behind the deal? No weapons deal is good for America. It's only good for the bankers. Okay. All right. Martin Luther King was assassinated by an army sniper on detail to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, which was founded by a pedophile. J. Edgar Hoover used to take small children from the mafia as gifts. Um, Martin Luther King was assassinated for saying at the time accurately that America was the greatest purveyor of violence on the planet. Those weapons deals with Saudi Arabia are actually being paid for by the U.S. taxpayer. What people don't understand is that we're actually giving them the weapons and the U.S. government is paying for them. Uh, there is so much corruption. I personally think that President Trump needs to close all of our military bases overseas and stop providing taxpayer funds to foreign dictators. Um, he doesn't have a grand strategy. And he doesn't have a Secretary of State and a Secretary of Defense that have any interest at all in a grand strategy. Everybody is just going through the motions. We can do better. Bottom line is Saudi Arabia and Israel are the greatest threat to peace in the Middle East and the greatest threat to the integrity of the U.S. government. Okay. Uh, Robert, we have a question from Mike. And uh, some of the stuff I've, I've not heard, and maybe you have some insight on this. My question is, why don't you believe Ivanka Trump is into black magic? I truly believe that she is volatile to the president... She's been very curious with Eleanor Roosevelt's spirit in the White House, which that reminds me of Hillary, uh, plus being friends with Chelsea Clinton. Any thoughts on this? Well, anyone who is friends with Chelsea Clinton is absolutely suspect. <laughs> uh, now, as for the black magic, I don't know. I think Ivanka Trump is a very young person who's feeling her way. She's exploring. Um, I previously said she might be the reincarnation of John F. Kennedy, Jr., I, on balance, think that she has many positive gifts. And if I had to choose between keeping Ivanka and getting rid of Kushner, I would go with keeping Ivanka. Oh, I, I agree. Uh, there is a lot of, you know, we're talking about Kushner. There's a lot of uh, ties that he has, his his um, his ideology, his politics, and his religion are of concern to many people. And as far as Ivanka goes, I have not heard anything of uh any type of black magic um, about Ivanka, she, but she she would benefit from some schooling, as would Kushner. Um, now, Kushner's the least of the president's problems. He's got fifty-four Ashkenazi Jews that totally own the U.S. government, and they have not been properly vetted. We are not doing counterintelligence monitoring on all of them. I'm quite sure that Donald Trump is being shonged uh, by the Ashkenazi Jews. Uh, this is a counterintelligence issue that he really needs to put some good people on. Um, having said that, Donald Trump's biggest problem is he's lost touch with the public. Mm -hmm. uh, his base is angry, and he has done nothing to reach out to the 26% that voted against him and the 47% that did not vote at all. Donald Trump's biggest problem right now is that the establishment controls more votes than he does, and he needs to change that. We got a, a question from, from Gina, who wants to know um, 
what are the indicators that this summer we will see uh, political violence? Oh, excellent question. I love all of your questions. Well, Cynthia McKinney and I were talking yesterday, in fact, and she says that she is hearing reports across the country of black people being promised a monthly stipend for rioting in June and July. But most of it is going to start on the 2nd of July. George Soros has pushed a great deal of, of money through Move On and other organizations. There are numerous posts. Now, this originally was intended to start in, in the uh, May time frame, but I think it got pushed back, and it got pushed back in part because Congress is in session until the end of June. The 2nd of July is when Congress is at home and uh, in a position to witness the violence firsthand. Okay. And, we, you know, I, I don't know if you've heard anything about this. Uh, one of the big protest groups, Antifa, uh, they were, you know, they've been these people who wear masks, and we saw this at the inauguration, them destroying uh, businesses in, in Washington, D.C., the Berkeley riots. Uh, have you heard anything about Antifa training in Syria? Not in Syria. What really concerns me, and I really have to emphasize this, the Berkeley riots were violent and were not contained because the university president, the mayor of that city, and the governor wanted them to be violent and not contained. Law enforcement was not allowed to do its job. Just like the violence at Trump rallies during the campaign, law enforcement was ordered to stand down. I absolutely guarantee you, if I were the scene commander, every single person dressed in black would have been captured and interrogated. Yeah, I, the reason I asked that question is because I saw an interesting YouTube video that uh, apparently was from Syria that showed some of these Antifa people uh, claiming that they were shipped over there for some kind of combat training. It seemed a little far-fetched, but um, still concerning nonetheless. Uh, we got a question. The the firing of James Comey, was it the right move? And what do you expect to see from Comey when he testifies? And will it be truthful? That's a great question. Number one, I think Comey did need to be fired because he was slow-rolling everything and also threatening our president. Um, Comey, Comey had potential, but he failed to live up to it. Uh, he was particularly derelict in, re in relation to pursuing further investigations of Hillary Clinton. Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and Chelsea Clinton are all indictable tomorrow for charity fraud. Charles Ortel has done a tremendous job of documenting their charity fraud. Uh, election fraud. Stanford University has documented the 13 elections that Hillary stole from Bernie Sanders. She has not been held to account for that. Pedophilia is very big, and there has been nothing done about John Podesta or many others that are associated with pedophilia. And apparently Podesta right now is going across Europe laundering money, uh, buying artworks and jewels and other things. Um, so, And then, of course, treason. The Anthony Weider laptop documented all of the pay-to-play deals from the Clintons, and it documented that Hillary Clinton and Huma Abedin were sending classified information to IP addresses in Saudi Arabia and Qatar. That's treason. So Comey was essentially protecting the deep state against Donald Trump. What Comey testifies to depends on how frightened Comey might be of our president having the goods on Comey. 
And on balance, I would say our president is in a stronger position. Yeah, I, you know, I agree with, with what you just said. And one of the things that, that confused me about the whole Comey situation was after he was fired, he claimed that the Trump asked him to, uh, pretty much he interfered with the investigation into Flynn. And then he made some claims that he took notes about, about that conversation. But let me say, never reported say about it while he was yeah. still the head of the FBI. Only when he was let go did he claim that he had this information, uh, which was seemed very. Let odd. me let me let me say two quick things. The first is that every president always asks directors of the FBI to do this or do that. Mm-hmm. Second, there is absolutely no comparison between any request Trump may have made and the many felonious interventions that Obama made uh, with respect to Hillary Clinton and other matters. If there is anybody who should be hung, it's Barack Obama, not Donald Trump. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more there. Uh, Mr. Steele, we only have a few minutes left before the end of the show. Uh, can you again tell people about your latest initiative, the, the UNRIG, and what people can do to get the information and to spread to spread that around? Oh, well, God bless you for asking that, because I think it's the second American revolution. And it's not a revolution that I and Cynthia McKinney are leading. We are literally passing the baton to the American people. And we're going to try and use the black churches and mosques as uh, places of worship and meeting where alt-right and alt-left can come together. I believe the people of color are the center of gravity for bringing us together. Um, if the people of color leave the Democratic Party and are open to election reform as the way to restore integrity to our government, then I believe that will draw the alt-left. And if the alt-right is open-minded and comes in, then I think we have a nonviolent legal ethical revolution this summer. Pound sign unrig. That's all you have to know. Pound sign unrig. Any search engine, the first 30 hits belong to Cynthia McKinney and Robert Steele. And if you read the manifesto that Cynthia and I have uh, published, I think you will see the common sense of it. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. The deep state is our common enemy, therefore we must be our common friends. Hang together or hang separately. Pound sign unrigged. Now, I am looking for donations. I want to travel to Chicago and I want to meet the Nation of Islam ministers I uh, have other trips that I'm planning. I'm trying to bring Cynthia McKinney back from Bangladesh. And we are also trying to get Rand Paul to sponsor this legislation. I would be deeply, deeply grateful if all of your listeners would call Rand Paul's office and ask him to read the memorandum that his political director got today. Absolutely. And, you know, when we are proactive, um, that is when we, we get and see the results. We can't all expect other people to do all the work. We can't expect all other people or things to be accomplished without us lifting a finger to do so. And, you know, when we talk about the political divisions, uh, even in the Bible it talks about a, a house divided against itself cannot stand. And in America today, in the political atmosphere especially, we have a divided house more so than any other time in history and to to heal those wounds 
we are we are going to have to put our our ideologies aside and come together for the sake of unity and the future of this country and and it's going that's a tall task uh, you know people are are quick to to hate each other um and that is because we've been conditioned uh, through our society and through our culture to be that way but we can affect change positive change but we have to be willing to put in the effort to do so and for that um, Robert David Steele I want to thank you for for coming on and I put your uh, your claim to the test in a few search engines and you're right pound sign unrig you do have the first few pages on the two search engines I've checked so far so folks we'll keep that going keep it trending on Twitter and uh, Go to robertdavidsteel.com and uh, start there and, and get the, the 99 cent. Is it 99 cents, Robert? Well, yes, but it's also, it's also free, free online. If, okay. you, if you look under the pound sign unrig search results, if you see the net version, that's the free online version. And please, call Rand Paul's office and donate, because I want to make a revolution this summer, and I think we can do it non-violently. And also, we're trying to get our president to lead this revolution. Absolutely. Uh, we will continue to to talk about this, and we will follow up with you in the near future. Thank you, Mr. Steele, for coming on, and thank you, everybody, for another great week. We will see you back here on Monday. Have a great evening, everyone. 